get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 171 of the What Up, Though? Podcast. Yep, yep. We're going to post this one on time. We got a... Uh, we, we was off for a week. Just a week, right? Yeah. We was off for a week. We posted... Did we post three? Indeed. We, we posted did. three last... Well, two weeks, two weeks ago. ago. And, um... Yeah. Hope you guys got a... Streets was waiting, not really. But. Earful, yeah. Like <laughs> it was two people waiting. Yeah, it was a couple of people that so, were uh, waiting. Shout out to y'all, two or three. Or yeah, whatever. we appreciate both of y'all. So, um, oh, so last week we were off, and we had a, uh, we did this. So our with our cigar group, we we're kind of uh, made this whiskey bar down in the uh, Eastern Market. Our unofficial whiskey bar, uh, unofficial official. Uh, Thomas McGee's and Eastern Market is an awesome fucking place. Um, Eric, the owner or runs it, however it is, awesome guy. So he did a uh, whiskey tasting for us. He gave us three different initially. So it was three different whiskeys, bourbon whiskeys. He gave the like origins of them. He made them like three that was like totally fucking different, and it was it was a fucking awesome experience. Um, and then he let us try some like rare ass two hundred dollar bottle shit, uh, and then we just kind of sat outside out, outside and smoked cigars for the rest of the night. Uh, so shit was fucking fire, dude. Yeah, man, it, it was like. Uh... It was cool because he also, like, he gave, like, this long explanation. I, I don't want to say long explanation because that makes it sound like it was, like, Bad pointless. Fun. But, like, he gave, like, such detailed explanation of each whiskey and where it was from, where it was yeah. made. It was like uh, a all tour. Kinds of good, it, was, yeah. it was like a tour and shit. Yeah. So that was that was fucking awesome. You know, give it just the origins of the shit, you know. Telling us how much Jamerson is trash. <laughs> um, I mean, it made me not even want to drink Jameson again. Like, I was just like, why? Is there so much other shit out here? Yeah. And, and plus, for me, it, um, I can't speak for you, for you, Mike, but every time now I drink Jameson, I always, weirdly, I taste pickle juice. Because I get <laughs> so many Jameson and pickle, pickle juice chasers and shit. I remember like this one year I was always doing it at the fucking bar and shit, drinking Jameson, chasing it with pickle juice. I've never had that. So yes. <laughs> that's never happened to me. But yes. I can I can relate to it because this is this is kinda like the opposite. Anytime I drink orange juice, it always tastes weird to me without vodka in it. <laughs> that's the same shit. <laughs> I got drinking, I'm like, huh. This is what it tastes like without vodka in it. Yeah. And dude. I don't even drink vodka like that no more, man. But even now, after all the years since I drank vodka consistently, I still drink orange juice, and I'm like, same with cranberry juice. Like, hmm, this is different. It's not even like, oh, this needs vodka. It's just like, I know. This I, is, I, had like, that I feel same. like I've had orange juice and cranberry juice with vodka more than I've had it without. I've had that same thing with with, cramp- <laughs> with Red Bull. I used to drink Red Bull and vodka so fucking much. Um, 
And then with cranberry, I've drank so many liquors with cranberry. I don't think they all come up when I. Matter of fact, I can't remember. I can't recall drinking cranberry juice without it being a chaser. I don't think I have either. I honestly. don't think I have. No. For a while, you know, it was. I used to do cranberry juice, Red Bull, and. What was the fucking vodka? Absolute Citron. And that shit was great considering I had a trash palate because I can't drink Absolute to save my life anymore. Um, it's just, I don't know what, why the fuck I was drinking that shit. Absolute is just harsh as fuck, dude. I mean, granted, the uh, the the Citron was a lot better than the rest of the shit, but um, yeah. I can't drink Citron, Citrus, whatever types of vodka, period, anymore. Because like, I, I tie that lemony citrus taste to too many like bad memories like what do you mean bad memories? like bad memories of like not bad memories but like i'm like what's like, what's like it's tied to and shit with, fucking, <laughs> with, with a sock full of oranges or some shit. <laughs> tied to all them times i got raped no <laughs> every time i got drunk off that shit somebody drew a dick on my face no <laughs> I would be totally tra- tra- traumatized, <laughs> motherfucker. I fell asleep and somebody drew dicks on my face. Oh. You don't know about it until later. But um, no, it's just like I, I associated with times where I was because it was what I drank when I first started drinking like regularly, like as an adult. Uh-huh. And it's tied to bad, like bad memories, like of like drinking too much and being sick or feeling shitty the next day. And then now, if I drink it, it's got the bad memories combined with the fact that it's just not good. Like, like my main one is Bacardi Limon. Like, I will never oh, drink Bacardi Limon again. Christ, I would never drink that shit again, dog. Oh my god. Yeah, like I drank, Woo! drank Bacardi Limon heavy back in college, man. And Woo! and I look back at that and I'm like, man, I, like, hey, if you if you could uh, go back and tell your younger self, give him some advice, what would Stop you tell him? Don't B- drink Bacardi Limon, dog. It's dog. trash. You can do better. I used to drink B- Bacardi Limon and I used to drink Bacardi O, the orange, because uh, <laughs> it was named after me. At partly, um, <laughs> but yeah, woo, Jesus Christ, that was my nickname in college, Bacardi O. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I think I should. I, I could have used that one. I probably would have got 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 the ladies Bacardi O. <laughs> That so, would be that shit was popping back then, man. Like fuck yeah. all rappers were putting Bacardi in raps, rhyming it with party. <laughs> like that was uh, I had this, and I had this thing with buying shit with O's on it, like clothing, <laughs> hats. Like this, how stupid I was. I used to wear, I used to have an Ohio State Buckeyes hat because it had the fucking O. This is the before I, I knew to hate uh, Ohio State. Um, it's before I matured. Remember the Outcast uh, clothing line? No. What was really? the name of it? Outcast. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I don't remember that. It had an O. It had a big ass O with two wing, uh, wings on each side and shit. <laughs> nope. Really? Yeah, no, Look I remember that. Look that shit up if you get a chance. Uh, I got a chance right now. <laughs> well, I, I, I would just say I know you were cutting your cigar and shit. Oh. So, um, oh, that Look was, it up in approximately three seconds. That one was pretty fucking good. Yeah, that's why I saved it for last. Yeah, so that was pretty good. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So, last weekend, well, I had this before, but, excuse me, Kettle One has this new, well, first off, I like Kettle One vodka, period, but they have this new bo- bo- botanical uh, series of vodkas. Mm-hmm. So, 
One of them, which I've never had, is cucumber and mint. The other one is peach and orange blossom, which I've had. And then grapefruit and rosé. Or grapefruit. Maybe just grapefruit and rose. Yo, I've never seen this clothing line in my life. Really? No, yeah, i never seen this. I know I had a pair of pants, and I had a, I had a hoodie with that shit on it, man. I feel like outcast clothing would be like uh, fucking, um, what's the skirt Scottish people be wearing? Uh, Kilt. Kilts, yeah. <laughs> Kilts yeah, and fucking, so. fucking shirts with big flowery shoulder pads, and I don't know what the fuck. What the fuck Andre be wearing? Yeah, so. So I'm trying to think, did I, last time we recorded. I hadn't went so last time we went to oh no I uh yeah I like three to, thoughts that never finished in like I know, I'm right, three right, seconds I didn't none of these shit. did we talk about oh yeah no, no oh wait. yeah we did yeah it's like I'm figuring the shit out of my head but uh the last time we recorded it was before my 20th anniversary I mean our 20th reunion oh <laughs> uh shit, not anniversary my 20th no, reunion you got married uh, at 15 we, right exactly <laughs> my 20th reunion for high school so yeah so. Uh, I just I go over that real quick. So, so that was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event or whatever. Not sure why these motherfuckers decided they want to do three whole days or whatever. So Friday was like a meet and greet, um, <laughs> which is like you could have just saved that for the Saturday, but whatever. But the thing is about my class is that we I see these motherfuckers all the time. <laughs> So it's not like, you know, in this day and age of internet, you know, you you know how you would see like reunions and shit, you know, years ago on TV and people ain't seen each other in 10, 20 years. Now with Facebook and shit, you pretty much see everybody all the fucking time and shit. So it's no real surprise or whatever. I mean, it at least a, don't call it a meet and greet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to call it. Like, I mean, meet and greet seems like you, a reunion. Like y'all knew. <laughs> yeah, just a reunion night. You know, meet and greet seems like like you meet me motherfucker for the first time and shit. Hello, like, my name is Bacardi O. Yeah, I, right. <laughs> I am Outcast O. Um, so Friday we met up. Saturday was like this banquet dinner and dance type deal, and then Sunday we was at uh, Belle Isle because Sunday is usually the uh, the, the picnic, which every at least for Rafford, they do a picnic every year anyway, <laughs> like an all years picnic, and then you have whoever that year is picnic, and then whoever is celebrating their the anniversary or whatever. That, mm-hmm. So it's like every year, obviously, it's going to be you know now. What's crazy is since the school is gone, there's going to be a point now where there are no more new graduation years. Oh and yeah. Shit. You know, so that's going to end. It's just going to be reunions from, you know what I'm saying, past years or whatever. So, when did school cool. close? Do you know? What year? Fuck. I don't I don't remember what year it closed. Oh, okay. I, I know. Well, so I left in 98. It was mid 2000s. Maybe 2003. Oh, so that shit um, about to run out quick. Yeah. Actually, that shit. Yeah. So, 2000. So, if it say it was 2003. 2023 would be the 20th for that year, so that's mm-hmm. coming up soon. So, yeah, shit might be done. But so yeah, that was a a cool uh cool weekend. Like I said, I seen some people I knew. Seen some people I ain't I ain't really care to care to fuck with. Had a so it was a one chick who was there. So we it was the inside thing inside a like a, a hall. You know, it, it was this Robert Robert Bistro Hotel. That's down. Huh? It's it's on Jefferson. It's past, uh, 
you know what Atwater Brewery is? Mm-hmm. It's it's like the next block pass huh. at the at the water. It's some bullshit ass hotel, but that's where the Friday night gathering was and a Saturday night gathering was. Saturday night was this dinner and we're there, but it was hot as fuck. But niggas just wanted to be outside. I had I had my cigar, so and the drinks were high as fuck, hmm. dog. So the little clear cups, the small clear cups I have in my hand, just. Mm-hmm. They were serving up to, with ice, up to, like, the top of the the top line, the top low line, mm-hmm. with ice, mind you. $13. God damn. So, I got one drink, so I can get a cup. <laughs> and then I told my cousin, because he was running late, to pick up a bunch of pints, so we just bring those in, and then I just drunk that for the rest of the night. I was like, that's not happening. Wise, yeah. So anyway, we go out. So it was cool. You mean you know, seeing folks. So we get outside and we're sitting. The where we're sitting at is uh, it's a gate because we're in a, like you know their area. But right outside the gate is the river walk. Okay. And so it's just one of the chicks that we graduated with. Her name was uh, it actually don't make a difference. Her name's Susan. I never really knew her. Is it actually your name, or you just made that up because you couldn't remember? No, her name was really. Oh, Susan. okay. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, do I need a fake name? Don't make. Was a she black? Difference. She was black. Okay, I'm not gonna have a black Susan. Yeah, but she looked kind of weird though. Uh, <laughs> she looked like she I don't know, like I don't know. She she's always looked weird to me. <laughs> so anyway, all of a sudden I see I hear uh hear this voice like uh he call, he called her name and shit and everybody's like what the fuck like what's the chances of a motherfucker walking on the outside of the gate and knowing who's in you know our area and shit yeah. So Susan is sitting on this one dude's lap who we went to school with. Okay. We hear his voice. She Susan, was ready. <laughs> and uh it's her fucking husband. Uh oh. And then this motherfucker says he's what did he say? He's like, You lucky I ain't got my Mac on me. And everybody was like, Oh, time to go. Yeah. <laughs> we all just went inside. She went to the gate, he pushed the gate open, took her ass out the gate, and they left. <laughs> Never seen her again. See <laughs> Never her. seen her again. Like, I she say did. like she we, did. Nah. We had more, more, more times to see her. But R.I.P. Susan would have seen her Sunday, but she did not come to the. Uh, she didn't come to the picnic. But I'm like, you mad as hell. You sit on this nigga lap at the fuck. You know, I'm like, whoa. Did he see her sitting on somebody's lap? Hell yeah. Oh man. Her. Susan, Susan, Susan. Nah. Damn shame. But yeah, so other than that, picnic was cool. You know, just drinking. I wish I would have took Monday off because so we got there. We drinking. Me, me and Matisse met up there, and we you know brought the table and drinks, and we stopped at the store, drinking fucking Bloody Marys all fucking day. Uh, no, you're not a big fan, but yeah, yeah, I don't like tomato juice. And there was a bunch of people who were like, "Man, what the fuck is that tomato juice?" Next thing you know, we had the whole like 20 people in our area drinking Bloody Mary. <laughs> I I don't understand that. Like they just liked them. We, no, but we all grown. Like what? Is, what is that? Tomato juice? Or like like that sounds like the reaction of somebody who's like twenty three and they're just like unaccustomed to drinking at places. And they're like, oh man, y'all got tomato juice? Oh, let's have some uh, Bloody Marys. Like yo, it's tomato juice. Like that was funny, dude. get your own. Get like you can get your own drinks. You realize we downtown. It's a liquor store within walking distance, right. probably. Like, but we ended up buying a bunch anyway, so it was cool. But it was just yeah. So. That was a, uh, I don't I don't have to see these niggas no more. Nope. Like three days of seeing them, 
Like, they talking about they want to do a 25th anniversary? Why? <laughs> Why? And then it was the, the dinner. It was so many people that didn't show but but paid for it. Which was odd because it's usually the other way around or some shit like people missing money and they paid. But it was like 40, 50 folks that, that paid and didn't show. Wow. Right. I'm just like, who just pays for shit just not show? Susan. <laughs> and she showed, but then she got she got fucking kidnapped away and shit by her husband. <laughs> so I don't know. That was that was that was pretty boring uh, uh, recap, but it was cool, man. Just my twenty my twenty year next year. I don't know if we are got they started, anything planned. Are they started plans already. I don't think so. I mean, but I'm sure there's a like planning committee or something that I'm not on. But whatever, I'm not. I don't feel you any kind of way about it. Committee? No, no, but um. I figure it'll be. I mean, it'll be cool. My entertainment year was straight, so you know, I figured a twenty year would probably be pretty cool. Um, I always look at the people, like a lot of people on Facebook now, man. They look old as fuck, and I'm like, man, like I feel like obviously I spend a lot of my time around people my age, and I don't ever feel like any of us look old, like old, right. old. Like I feel like everybody looks like standard age and shit. I still get carded at the liquor store sometimes. Like, like, like I don't, not to say I look like I'm under 21, but like, I don't feel like I look like somebody who's just had a rough ass life and shit. Like, I be nigga, seeing dudes on Facebook, dog. Them niggas look like uncle, like my uncles. Dog. Like why y'all look like what an uncle looked like to me when I was in high school? Like, I mean, it makes sense, but it's like, man, they just look old to me and we the same age. Like, man, y'all look rough. Like, damn, man, you old face as hell. Like, yeah, man, this, this one dude, though, I was like, man, he looked like he's, like, his own uncle. Like, that's, like you shouldn't look like that, dog. Like, you like you look like you your own uncle, man. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not really It was, about uh, it. most of the people, they, they, a lot of people age gratefully. It was some that, you know, kind of looked like, you know, they... They didn't. <laughs> That's all I guess I can say. But. I feel like I don't know if this is the case or not. I haven't done the I haven't done the the research and and the math and the co- compiled all the data. But I feel like uh, it seems like it's always the people who did the most in high school that age the worst. Like the people who are like really really popping in high school, and I think maybe that's because they started. I guess you know living life early. So once they reach, you know, 36, 37, 38 years old, they look like somebody who's been, you know, living, living it up for 20 years. Whereas like me, conversely, I didn't really start doing shit to my mid 20s. So I'm like young in the game. Duh. So I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe I look old as fucking 10 years. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I don't look that old. Uh, I, I kind of just feel like I just look my age. Um, Speaking of how you look. <laughs> I'm like, what, the fuck, what, what the fuck's about to follow that? I saw, I saw a good opportunity for an awesome transition, and I took it. <laughs> so uh, you posted that picture of you as a kid oh. on Facebook. Yo, people came out with the weakest fucking jokes, dog. Everybody oh, had jokes, and they were all horrible. Dog. They were horrible. <laughs> Like, nobody had a legit, decent joke, dude. Everybody was just horrible, dog. Man, I purposely posted a picture of me from middle school on Facebook and said, Come get me. Roast your boy. The caption says something like, I spent all day telling y'all how stupid y'all are, <laughs> talking shit about y'all. Here's your chance. Roast the fuck out this of me. This is your opportunity. Roast the fuck out of me. And I got... Some people got some good ones in, dog. Like... Um, 
you probably saw the picture. Obviously, all the people who listen to this, all all the uh, all four of y'all, probably may not have seen the picture. But somebody posted a picture of like kid from Kid and Play in like a uh, class act. <laughs> dog, that shit was so accurate, dog. I was like, you win, dude. Like that is awesome, dog. Yeah, motherfuckers, I I knew they were just terrible. Yeah, dude. I was like, I posted with a purpose. Like, come for me, dog. Like, like roast me. Like, I want to see some good ass jokes. And it was, you know, I got a couple, but it, you know, it was all right, whatever. But you posted that picture. Them jokes were so weak. Dog. They were terrible. I didn't even feel like responding to that shit. That's why I didn't. Dude. When I looked at, when I looked at it, it was like running through, and you never responded to that. No, like, they were terrible. I was like, did he see dog? this? Like somebody was like, uh, "I bet you were ahead of the class." Yeah. And I'm like, and then it says something like talking about he had a big head, and then the hashtag said. Sorry, I sorry I, I had, had to, bro. To and he used the wrong two and everything. Yeah. I was like, it was weird was like this is that, so bad. A, what's, what's, what's sad, weird is that he a motherfucker that graduated with me. So yeah, in I, twenty years, you still haven't figured out your two and two and two, <laughs> right? Like, and I want I wanted to get at him, but I was like, man, that would, that might be one of that might be one of Otis' most beloved friends. And I was, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't want to roast him, but I'm like, these jokes weak as fuck. Man, it was like he was one of the people that I you know I have like. 80% of my, my Facebook of my timeline hidden and he's one of them because he's a fucking idiot and uh yeah so definitely not a I don't I don't fuck with nobody consistently that don't know their difference in twos okay so, yeah, yeah. Uh, they had the weakest jokes though yeah, they were terrible, like, I was dude. like man this so is my, sad my grandmother well my, my grandmother gave me those Friday so Friday um you look angry lol like okay yeah just like okay <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best you can do. All right, I'm angry. So my grandmother <laughs> gave me those fri- uh gave me those Friday, and it was funny because we the like pictures? yeah, he gave me that picture and oh. another picture, um, that's real fucked up or whatever. So <laughs> try to get it re- you know like retouched or whatever. But uh, she gave me those, and um, I was sitting there, my mom like, man, when it, you know what year was this picture? So we we're guessing eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven, and I don't know why. So I got the picture home that next day. I'm home and I scanned it or whatever. Turned it on the back and it has it like 1986 <laughs> from from Jackie to you know grandma. I'm like oh should we just turn the fucking patrol disgraceful yeah it's fucked up dude man my mom is like fucking uh like fucking Sheldon Cooper with that shit dog she could post she could show me an old ass picture and be like this is from uh March of 1985 <laughs> uh you <laughs> it was a it was a balmy day and like dude, damn how you brought this shit. Yeah, but I, we had a we had a bunch of pictures when I was younger, but they had got fucked up in a in a basement flood or some shit. So we lost a lot of pictures. So that was cool that my grandma had brought it over for me. But uh, yeah, I feel like everybody's lost something in a basement flood, dude. People don't take care. Of, they do not put their shit in higher ground. They don't put their shit in waterproof safes or bags or. And we were just talking about that, me and a wife, because we want to get. They got like those. They're like. Waterproof, fireproof folders. Mm-hmm. You could put like your like your 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 important documents in, like your you know yeah, your birth, certificates, your birth certificates, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we've been thinking about getting no, just having it just cause or whatever. But yeah, nobody really thinks about that shit. It seemed like it's they used to it. They used to not to at least. You know what I lost in a basement flood that I'm sick about? My Simpsons tapes. Mm. <laughs> I recorded like when I was uh probably in high school. I recorded Simpsons episodes on VHS tapes and I would be watching it. Like uh, I had, I called them uh, volumes. Like I put like the, you know, the blank label on them and I'd write on it. Simpsons volume one, volume two, whatever. And they were like six, eight hour, six, 
to eight hour VHS tapes. And the first few I just recorded, so they still had commercials. But then once I got smart, I, I w- and I was watching it, I would pause the recording during commercials and unpause it when it came back on. So that way, like I had tapes that had no commercials so on them whatsoever. And shit, right? Yeah, and I would watch them like nonstop. And I, that's why, like, if if you play any episode from like the first mm, thirteen seasons of The Simpsons, I know them all by heart. And I would like go to sleep on them and shit and like dream about the Simpsons while I was sleeping and like the whole nine. I don't know where those tapes are and I'm mad about it. And then I had um the uh the Pistons um championship run. Like not the whole playoffs, but I had um the Eastern Conference Finals and the NBA Finals on tape. And that I'm really mad about because the NBA Finals were it was great because it because they won, but like the games themselves, like if you were to you know watch them after the fact, they weren't interesting games because the Pistons watched them niggas in like all but one of the games. But the Eastern Conference Finals, I still to this day would pay a exorbitant amount of money to get copies of the full games of the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know why that stuff is not archived somewhere where you can get that shit, dude. I don't know, man. Maybe it is somewhere, but I don't know where. I don't know how to get it. And I I, I periodically will search eBay or Google it trying to find the full games. Like, I don't even need all of them. Just give me, just give me game six of the Eastern Conference Finals and I will be happy. And I will pay way more money than anyone would expect <laughs> for the full game. Just game six. Just give me that, and I'll be happy. But I had the whole, both of those whole series on tape, and I have no idea where those tapes are. I probably lost just like the Simpsons ones, and I'm sick about it. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't, I can't remember nothing I really lost and that I personally lost. I'm like I said, family lost pictures and shit, but nothing I've really, really, really haven't found. But, but I do have the full fucking um, Eastern Conference Finals the NBA Finals of the original championship run the 89 run because they put that out on DVD that was the greatest purchase I ever made in my life dog. Really? I saw that shit at Meyer. <laughs> oh boy I cashed out on that bitch it's like 10 DVDs <laughs> it's like it's the Eastern Conference Finals against the Bulls and the championship against the Lakers all the games <laughs> oh boy how the fuck you find that shit it, they just put it out. Like, if you look it up, it's in a blue, it's in a, well, it's Pistons color. It's in a blue box with red lettering, and it's the, it's it's like a box set. And they, Meyer put it out, at, not Meyer, it got it came out, I found it at Meyer and bought it. I don't remember how much it cost, but yeah, man, I still got that. <laughs> I know exactly where that is. I can go grab that right when I get home if I want. So I'm glad to have that, but I really wish I had that East, that 2004 Eastern Conference Finals. So if anybody's listening, you have it <laughs> by any chance. Uh, let me know, but no one has it. So, moot point. So uh, what else? Anything on the brain? Oh shit! No, I didn't talk about my weekend. Um, yeah, I, I've I've won by two weekends of mine. Yeah, you did. Um, so. Last, so I mean, you talked about Wednesday when we didn't record. Um, Friday, I went to go see Sorry to Bother You. Oh, uh, fuck. how was that? Um, it wasn't for me. <laughs> um, I didn't particularly think anything special of it. It's hard to talk about it without ruining the movie, per se, but um, in short, I felt that it didn't really know what it wanted to be. It shifted tones a lot from like trying to make 
profound statements to weird for the sake of weird to comedy. And like, I never really could get into it because, and I'm thinking about this after the fact, not while I'm watching it, but it's like, I never really knew what, what was not what was going on, but what it was trying to do or what it was trying to be. Mm -hmm. So it's like, when you try to hit me with a joke, I'm like, wait, is it supposed to be funny? Is it supposed to be serious? Like what's going on? The weird shit seemed like weird without actually trying to make a point. And And then the shit that was trying to make a point was solid, but it wasn't anything spectacular like i don't know man it, i think i think it's one of those things where it's it's probably for some people it just wasn't for me um i got the um amc a list that um uh amc has now which is the absolute shit so how i love does, it how does that work uh, phenomenally um so I was already a uh, AMC Stubbs member where, you know, all that is a rewards program. You get points every time you spend money there right. and you can cash in the points for discounts and shit. So, cool. A-list is like movie pass but infinitely better. So, like, you get to watch three movies. You can watch up to three movies a week. Um, you One or two? Three. I mean, sorry, it's people. Oh, one. For however many. So, you had to get. If you want a second person, they'd have to get so you the same thing. Has it. No, I just have it. So, like, if we go together, then I have to still pay for her ticket. Oh, but I have okay. to pay for my own. Okay. okay. So, um, but you get, say it's just me or whatever. You get three movies a week. Um, it can be any format. So, like, you can it can be IMAX. It can be 3D, whatever. Any format. Uh, new movies. It, the week runs from Friday to Friday, so you get a, if you use all three of your movies, you get a fresh re up on Friday, so you can see whatever the new thing is, and then you can buy in advance. Because like Movie Pass, you can't buy in advance. You gotta you know buy the ticket while you're there because uh, it's it's tracking your location to make sure you're actually at the movie theater buying buying the ticket for yourself. The AMC A list, you can buy in advance just like you will for any movie, and it just comps you the cost of the ticket. Man, this shit is dope. So how much dope. Is that shit? Twenty dollars a month. So if you go to two movies a month, you've made your money right. back already for that. Well, month. you go to the movies a lot anyway, so it's not like forcing you to go to the movies, right? Uh, uh, you know, it's oh. something that I would say you do if you already going anyway. Because yeah. even if I like at three a week, you can get twelve movies for free right. in the course of a month. So like for me, like all I got, if I go every week, that's four movies. I'm already good. So you know, two movies is, is for sure happening. So. Um, I love it, and it'd be a thing where, like, if I get some time off work or something like that, I, you know, and I'm chilling by myself or whatever, I can hit the movies up. Like, my mom is like raking it in. You know, my mom's retired. She, she goes all the time. She uses all three of hers every week. So you could use three a week, oh, and Friday to Friday. Yep. And it's it's fucking awesome, man. Oh, for her shit, she's getting over. She's using. My mom's seeing everything. She, she's seeing. Yeah, she's using a, that membership to the most. Yeah. So I hope I can. Um, use it more than I'm currently using it. Like since I've had it, I've probably seen a movie a week. But um, yeah, I like I'd like to get the most out of it that I can. It was funny because I was looking at because we go to Imagine a lot, and so I was like, do they got a rewards program? Because we could have been getting points for all this shit. And so they have a regular rewards program that's free, and then they have a rewards program that's like twelve dollars for the year. It's nothing of your shirt. You still got to pay the tickets, but you don't have to pay like the the like if you get tickets online prior to, you have to pay like a dollar booking fee. Even though we go on matinees anyway, so instead of five dollars, it's six dollars. Like woo woo. But uh, you get no booking fee, and I think it's free popcorn on Tuesdays. 
And Tuesdays is matinee price all day. Okay. So that's kind of cool. Um, but we're going to start going to movies on Sundays early, man, just because we don't do shit else up and we can go to the movies early, get lead air, and still have the day and shit. Like, we went to see uh, Equalizer, too, Sunday. We went to the 11.30 show. We got out of there like one thirty ish when they got something to eat, was home by like 3 o'clock, and still had the whole day to just, you know what I'm saying, right. uh, do whatever. So, Equalizer 2 was pretty dope, too. Um, yeah, I want to check that out. That's on my list. Um, I, I enjoyed the first one. So I didn't feel it. Yeah, I've I've seen some 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 few people say that the first one was better. Um, I thought it was. I, I didn't. I didn't really. I'm not putting them up to each other. I just thought that both of them were really fucking good. That's the kind of movie you don't need to put up against you each other. You don't. You don't. And it's kind of the movie that you, you can go in actually, there and get the same fucking shit yeah, that you, you got the first time and be yeah, happy. like yeah. Deadpool. And you can actually <laughs> like, see. You can actually watch the the second one and not have to know that much about the first one. Like it's a standalone, as well as you know you got you know obviously you you get references from the first one or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was pretty fucking good. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I want to see this Sunday because we're we're trying to do it as a make a habit do Sunday morning movies. Mission Impossible drops this weekend. Ah, that's what I was thinking about. Um, but you got me not wanting to see. Uh, uh, sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother. Yeah, you. I mean it's up to you, dog. Like I said, like. It's one of those things where I wouldn't discourage someone from seeing it because it might be for someone else. It just wasn't for me. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I wasn't that into it. I felt like it was. Like, I'm a fan of home. I feel like Get Out did a little bit, did what that movie was trying to do, but better. No, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I I like Homeboy. Um, I forget his name. Man, Lakeith Gary. Stanfield. Yeah. And so I want to see just based on, you know, checking him out. Uh, pause. Uh, but. <laughs> No, uh, so yeah, so I want to see that. So I was watching uh, Wiz Khalifa's interview on um, Breakfast Club. I can't stand him. I never really watched an interview from him, but after that, I totally, totally dislikes him. Though, yeah, I saw. So, I think I saw the clip that you're probably thinking so of. We're doing. I mean, you know. Jokingly, the whole pause thing is really jokingly, and it doesn't really mean much at all. It's meant um, to just point out a funny entendre. That, like, mostly, really. yeah, exactly. This motherfucker talking about how you can't eat fucking bananas, you know, unless you... It was some stupid shit. Like, like you gotta he, break it into pieces and you yeah, can't just bite it? Yeah, yeah I saw he was that. just like, dude, why are you... Why is your masculinity so fucking fragile? Like, why, like, why are you like that, dude? Like, I, saw, I saw a tweet that I retweeted while we were like chilling before we started recording. And it was a video of some guy. I don't know who he was on like a, a radio show or something. Oh, I watched that. Yeah. He was like, he's like, I can't, he's like, I can't get tattoos on my thighs or ass. He was like, I can't even put lotion on my, like I can't even rub lotion on my thighs. That's gay. I got to pad it on. Like, I'm like, what are you dude? talking about, dude? Like I said, <laughs> I said that anybody who's that adamant that they're straight it's probably somebody who's had at least one dick tickle their tonsils and said, and then giggled and said, "Boy, stop!" So I was looking at the thread <laughs> of that tweet, and the guy was like, "You know," he said something to the effect of, "Being that I've been queer all my life, you know, I can I can tell when another another guy is queer." <laughs> I, I think like, that's, I think people like that are probably people who have like like I was only half joking, like I thought it was a funny tweet, but yeah. I was like only half joking because I feel like if you are that. Um, like defensive without anybody saying anything, you just automatically like 
trying to defend your straightness, you probably you probably dabbled in that shit in college or something, dog. Right, like, right, right. Because I know it's niggas that think like, uh, if you get your dick sucked, it's not gay, and then they think then they take the opposite route, and then are like, oh, that's super gay. So like now they're like uh, self conscious about it. So then they go on the. <laughs> The opposite, like yeah, no, I can't do that. That's gay. Because I, f- I feel like they, they, they did something at some point, and now they're they're hurt about it and ashamed of it. Well, yeah, that is that. I just wonder why. What? I don't know, I kind of lost what track. was that on? Oh, it was on Insecure. That uh, Which that one part? dude, somebody uh, who was it? Um, what's her name? Molly. Was dating that one dude and everything was going great, and then he said that he got like, got head in college. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 then all of a sudden they totally were fucked it yeah, up. and it fucked with her, and then she was talking to, to the other girls about it. I feel like it's shit like that, because he's like, yeah, it wasn't gay, you know, I, you know, I'm not gay or nothing like that, you know, I just you know, dude just sucked my dick in college, you know, whatever. And he like totally downplayed it, and then, like it fucked with the women, and I yeah. feel like that's what a guy like that did. Like he probably got his dick sucked in college, and now he feels so ashamed of it that he has to like. Be super super anti gay now just to like cancel to, it out in his own head. On and shit. Like, yeah, like I didn't ever touch one of my lip, like not at all. Uh, speaking of insecure, so I read that Lawrence is going to be out of season three. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Um, I seen a couple of posts about it or whatever. Um, I really make none to me about it. You know, I, I like the show, but you know, if he's not in it, it's not going to be like it's not a deal breaker. You know, I'm just kind of mad that potentially if he's not in it, Chad won't be in it. And Chad's one of my favorite people <laughs> on the fucking show. So, right. um, but it was it was funny. This one this one news outlet, I think it's called Shadow and Act or something, some kind of tabloid, whatever. They posted this the like the most scruffiest picture of Lawrence, <laughs> and I was just like, you could definitely tell because you have a lot of people, mostly uh, a lot of women who hated Lawrence or whatever. And so you could see that picture and be like, yeah, they were definitely not, not Team Lawrence <laughs> at all and shit. I think the – I don't really care about whether or not he's on the show, but I feel like him not being on the show is not for the purpose of the show's continuity. Like like Issa Rae said something like – or I think it was her or either somebody else, but they said something like you know, they wanted to make it realistic and they felt like the way they ended the show that those two should part ways. And I'm like – I don't really believe that. Like, I, mean, I think it's can, just a thing can, where it still exists on the show, exactly, and not being no fucking scenes or not being no contact with her. Y'all could continue life just like any other fucking exactly. TV show, or movie where people are still in it and not necessarily fucking with one another, but yep. still in the show. So he can have his own thing going like on. A, whatever. I feel like that's a bit extra, but I don't know if that because they did that with all of season two. He was doing his own thing, yeah. and so you could yeah. continue that if that's the case. But at this point, he's a main character. You know, so I don't know. So I, it just makes me think that there's like behind the scenes shit that has him out of the show. Like either they don't want him on it, he don't want to be on it, whatever, and they're trying to explain it away within the context of the show, and that's not really or some shit. Yeah, know. it's not really what it is. Yeah, but either way, I don't really care. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm even renewing HBO to even watch. So. <gasps> <laughs> but I just want to gas, but I'm not. I'm why? Not, like I'm not HBO's re- awesome. Well, I just don't want to pay for it. That's all. Um, but I probably will. I uh, I probably definitely be renewing uh, the first half of 2019. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so that's the uh, the 
esti- estimated supposed date for Game of Thrones coming back. So, and it was just, but now you can actually get HBO without actually getting cable service. You could just get HBO yeah. Go. So, yeah, because HBO now, HBO now, yeah, yeah we're we're definitely considering cutting the cord because there's so much shit on cable we don't watch, but we just pay so much money. But it's so many shows and shit we don't watch and shit. So it's just like. Why why keep it and shit? You know, we have all the streaming. We have Hulu. Funny, the Hulu. I just signed back up for Hulu because I realized I didn't have it. So you were telling me about The Shield being on Hulu, and I'm trying to link my Xbox, and you know how you do that, that you can activate from the computer? Yeah. And I'm logged in, and I can't activate and shit, and I keep saying, try it free for 30 days. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so then I go through my emails, and that's when I finally see that I had uh, um, somehow unsubscribed or disconnected. I don't know if I changed my card or whatever the fuck. But it's funny because, like, my, my wife watches it and my stepson watches it, so I was shocked that none of them even said anything about it because it's been, like, a whole month or whatever. Mm. So I was like, uh, whatever. Yeah, the weird thing about cutting the cord, though, is that I, I'm almost feeling like at this point, cutting the cord isn't going to save if you're somebody who's into it, into, like, TV or whatever isn't going to save you that much money because now it's offset by the cost of streaming services. So it's like I pay like if I were to cut the cord right now and I didn't have cable anymore, I would still pay for HBO because I'm still going to watch that. I'm I got Netflix, I got Hulu. I'm about to I'm I currently pay for Marvel Unlimited. It's not a TV service, but I pay for that. DC Universe is coming out in the fall. I just paid for that, pre-ordered that, and that's going to have streaming content. Uh, Disney is putting out a streaming service. Like, all those things are going to be on streaming service. So it's like, and, think, you, and you're going to need all of them. Because, well, like, you can't, I, like, yeah. not you not you necessarily, but, like, uh, somebody might be like, oh, I got Netflix. I'm cool. And then the Disney streaming service comes out and pulls all the Marvel movies and fucking Disney movies and shit from Netflix. And now you're like, oh, shit, now I want the well, Disney think, service. Well, I think and the difference now, and I guess the cutting the cord has just been the, the you know, the, the general, you know, phrase everybody uses or whatever. But I think at this point, you're just paying for the shit you actually fucking use and watch. Yeah. Like, we, like I think, I don't know, know what our bill, our total bill was, but we have, like, the most basic of, of basic cable Internet. I think it was like I don't know, like one seventy or some shit like that. But through some fuck up of theirs, and they credited us for a year. I only pay a hundred dollars a month for our cable internet. Mm. But if I cut the other shit and just get internet, I think it'll be around sixty, seventy, maybe eighty dollars a month, plus all of the other streaming shit. So I mean to say fifty dollars a month. You know what I'm saying? And but even if I didn't say that fifty dollars a month, and I put that fifty dollars towards apps that I use. It would be shit I actually use and watching shit. So yeah. it's not. It's more so. I think it's just about paying, paying for shit you really want to use it versus just random ass fucking cable that you really don't you know, you don't watch or whatever. So man, if I could save fifty bucks a month since the entertainment cost is out of my bill of the house, so <laughs> you no, know, because I already have Amazon Prime, I already have Hulu, I already have Netflix, um, and so and I probably end up picking up some other random streaming. And now know. I want Showtime. <laughs> yeah, and now Showtime because once and I, although I know I know I'm not gonna be able to get away from I know the wife is gonna want to watch Insecure whenever that comes back so I'll probably have that back again. Man, you can't get rid of HBO dog. I would never like I would never get rid of HBO because e- like say mm, two years ago 
it was like, okay, HBO has Game of Thrones. But if I wanted, I could be like, okay, well, I'll get it while Game of Thrones is on and then cancel it when Game of Thrones is off. But HBO, like, consistently has stellar programming. So, like, I don't ever see a point where I could be like, yeah, I'll cancel HBO because I'm going to miss some shit. Because they're going to put something else dope on. Because right now I've been catching up and watching old shows and shit. So like I'm finishing Sopranos, which is on on Prime, right? right and now. all the old shit. So it's, so, yeah, man, so HBO. One, so once I finish watch, watching Sopranos on Prime, I'm probably gonna go to the Shield, which is on Hulu. But so, your ass watch The Wire every fucking year. Here <laughs> like, yeah. at HBO, there you go. You can't watch The Wire no more. But you watch, I can watch the I can watch that on, on Prime though. Oh, it is? It's on Prime? Yeah, Prime is oh, okay. on and, and and Sopranos on Prime. Oh, okay, I didn't. So know I'm, that. Not, I'm not I'm not watching any of that on HBO. So. A lot of shit I can watch on Prime and watch on Hulu. That's why I'm like, if I'm watching old shit, I haven't picked up any new series. But if I'm watching old shit, I can watch those on the other ones or whatever. Oh, okay, well, I so, fuck with all HBO new shit. So, oh, I haven't watched, I haven't watched a new series other than what? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know what new series I've actually watched lately. But then, oh, well, that's not on. Uh, that's on FX. The the uh, Sun spinoff. The Mayans. Yeah, there you go. So I mean, but if you got, well, no, I don't know what FX comes on on what platform other 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 than paying for cable. You gotta have cable, and I think that's it. So we might try to finagle because FX got an app, but it's gonna make you log into log your cable into your, thing. Yeah. So I mean, as much as you want to, I say this all in theory and shit. It's probably not gonna happen, but you know, I could think happy thoughts until the end. But, yeah, I'm shit, I'm paying out the ass for services at this point. But yeah. at least with Marvel and DC's one, it's like a it's a yearly payment, so I pay it once and then I'm good. And then if they said if you pre-order the DC one, you get an extra three months. So oh, I paid cool. I paid this month for the DC service. It's not gonna drop to the fall, so let's say October or whatever. Mm. I'll have it until fucking what well, attack on the three months. I'll have it till 2020, and I paid. You know, seventy five oh, okay. bucks for it now, but I'll have it till twenty twenty. So that's what's up. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the, um, the new. Uh, so, I, did you watch? You watch the trailer for the new? Uh, for, what is it called? Is the Mayans? Is it yeah. called the Mayans? Or just yeah, Mayans MC or Mayans. something like that. Yeah. What is your thoughts? I watched it and I was. I just hope it. It just seemed kind of. I don't know. Was there a trailer or a teaser? A trailer. I only saw a teaser where it was just like. They looked at Jack's grave and they walked no, off on I a saw fucking a trailer for it. Okay, I didn't see that. The trailer just was like it didn't make me hype for it, but I'm gonna watch it anyway. I know it's gonna be pretty good, but it just didn't give me that son's like full feel. It's like this young young guy coming up in the Mayans group and he's like kind of proving himself to hmm. you know. So, but I didn't see that teaser of them uh, looking at uh, Jack's grave. Yeah, it was dumb. Shit. It just it was like a. You know, a no, grave. It's like a full like two minute trailer or some shit. Okay, no, I didn't see that. It was just like a grave by the highway, and then like it just shows that, and then it shows them riding away on motorcycles, and that was, that was it. Oh uh, no! So no, I didn't no, see shit. No. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. No, that was a trailer. I watched it. I, damn, the that motherfucker landed on your beard. Dog. Oh, fucking June bugs, the worst, dude. But uh, I fuck with it. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm going to watch it. I, but and I, I didn't like Sun straight away. So. I'll give it a shot. Oh, I don't. It took me a, the first season was like really blah up until like maybe almost to the end. The first season, midway in, I started getting into it. But yeah, I'm kind of with you. It wasn't a total like love, you know, fall in love. Like, oh shit, I can't wait to, you know, like with Breaking Bad, I was like in it <clears throat> from like 
episode one and shit. Where the fuck is Better Call Saul? I feel like that shit's been off for like two years. Dude, Man, where's that at? I haven't heard nothing about nothing. that. And it could be, but I haven't heard nothing about that. I haven't heard nothing about that. But uh, Sons, man, like, Sons, I think, ultimately was a great, great, great show. And I think it hit its it, it hit its peak around, like, season three. And I would say, like, seasons four and five has probably some of my, not just favorite, but, like, most, like, emotionally impactful moments yeah. that I've seen on any show. So like yeah, Suns had Suns had some great great moments. I, I I loved that show. Like it had moments where like I, this is how I kind of like, not rank shows but rank the impact that a show had on me is I I I will remember where I was at in the moment of certain scenes. Okay, yeah. Like like Game of Thrones. I mean most of most of the my favorite moments of that are kind of like all in the same place like I, I i was watching them all in the same place but like sons had man sons had some moments where i was just like like blown away like on twitter like what is happening right now like i don't know how to feel like I'm, i don't know how to feel right now i, I would talk about them i don't want to spoil it because i feel like there could be people listening that haven't seen it and based on our high praise might start watching it but I mean, I know you know. I know you know offhand one moment that was like a game changer in that show. Oh and yeah, I, I can think of two off the top of my head that that one and then another one that I thought were like the most, some of the most impactful scenes I've seen on television. So I really, uh, I'm looking forward to the new show just because I know that it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy. Well, if he roll up, he roll up. Do we have somewhere to sit though? <laughs> you might put a chair out from. The- oh, okay. But yeah, so uh, let's get into some topics, dog. Because I was looking forward to recording tonight, man. Because I had some shit on my soul I want to talk about, and I know people like when I got shit on my soul. So um, I got some stuff, man. So um, one of the things that oh, I didn't finish my weekend though. Let me finish. Let me finish this real quick. So um, on Saturday. I went to go see uh, Abdul El Sayed at um, at a like a hall, and um, oh yeah, that's right, you did do that shit. Yeah, it was in uh, Warren, and it was the, it was weird because like the hall was like kind of janky, and there was like a wedding going on in that hall at the same time, and <laughs> it was like I like while I was in it, I was like I feel like he should be in a better place than this. Like, it felt like a hall where, like, your budget is pretty low for your wedding. And it's, like, no shade. But, I mean, like, you know. He's not taking money from outside places, man. <laughs> Shit. It showed, dog. It showed. I was like, man, this is a. Uh, I feel like he could do better than this. Like, you <laughs> hearing the cha-cha slide playing in the next room and shit. Like, Dude, that's what awesome. kind of shit is this? This is organic, man. This is organic. Yeah, but, I mean, it was cool, man. I mean, he I, he said the same shit that he says when he's speaking to anything or any any of the debates whatever there's been two but you know he said the same shit so it wasn't anything particularly spectacular but he had a guest that he brought in from california so it's some dude named addy something ady was his first name and he was uh he has uh als okay and he's like in a wheelchair um he can't he can move a little bit but not too much and he sp- he speaks really really slowly like like i i think stephen hawking had als and yeah. Stephen Hawking got to the point where, you know, obviously he couldn't do shit. And this guy, 
he said that he he was fine two years ago. So like that shit, that shit works quickly. Uh, I like seeing how quickly it worked. Like if he was fine two years ago, seeing his condition now makes me marvel at how long Stephen Hawking lived with it. Dude, but that's um, crazy dude. He was like a really really profound speaker he even said starting off like you know i can't speak like i used to but so i have to make sure that everything every word that i say counts like i gotta you know you know he can't do like me and just be wordy and shit he has to make sure that every whatever he wants to convey is conveyed in as few words as possible and then he was a really profound speaker he was really really interesting he said that he goes over the country and and uh puts his support and his his organization support behind candidates that he feels are progressive and would be good for the country and he was just really dope man so like he was the best part of it honestly like not that abdul was like wasn't the best part of it just because i already know what he has to say so seeing that dude was like dope and then uh me and my wife got a picture with abdul after it it was it was cool because like uh we hopped like as soon as it ended we saw him hanging back and people forming a line so we hopped like right in the line so we like there real quick and uh, we got up there, and I was like, hey, man, like, you know, I just want to tell you, you know, I appreciate everything you're doing. Shook his hand. Uh, me and my wife would be honored if you would take a picture with us. He was like, yeah, cool, Yo, you know, all good, a, appreciate it. Grab a chair by the uh, the table. It's a white chair over there. Yeah, and we, and we got a picture with him, and it was dope. So, uh, yeah, it was a good time. We're going to go see him again on Saturday. I listened to his uh, the Intercept. Uh, oh, yeah, I listened to that, too. Episode on Monday morning, so it, that was the first time I actually heard him, so that was pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to see him again this Saturday. He's going to be at Wayne State with um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. That's homegirl that beat out dude in New Jersey, New no, York, New York. I'm sorry. Yeah, so she's uh, she won a primary that she was not expected to win, and um, it was kind of like a sign that like progressives are like actually getting somewhere. What the fuck is this? Yeah, what the fuck is that? Like a that's a bag set. no shit it's a bag but uh yeah she she pulled off an unlikely victory and now she's kind of like uh traveling the country and throwing her support behind other people which is kind of a risky decision because apparently like her winning this primary doesn't exclude the person that she beat from still running so this guy people can still vote for the guy that she beat in the prime, in the actual election in November, apparently. So that's interesting. So <laughs> the fact that she's kind of like traveling the country is cool, but at the same time, it's like you need to make sure that you do your thing in your, in your, in your own, own state. state. So make sure that, that motherfucker don't get no votes. Right, but she's traveling the country. She's going to be here with him on Saturday. So um, they're going to be at Wayne State, and I'm going to go uh, go gonna go see them Saturday afternoon, so that's going to be cool. But... Yeah, man, it it was cool, man. I, I was glad to meet him. I, I I don't know what needs to be done in the next two weeks to make sure he wins, but it's going to be a rough go of it because, la- you know, I, prior to seeing that, he was last in the polling. So, dude, I'm still seeing fucking Shri Tanadar. You need like a regular cutter. Yeah, you got a reg- like a mm-hmm. regular just regular cut. Yeah. What are you saying about uh, Street Tanadar? Dude, I've been seeing this fucking uh, lawn signs. Like, how are people really voting for this motherfucker? How are uh, people really supporting this guy? If you watch this nigga for five seconds, you're going to be like, yeah, I can't vote for him. Dude, <laughs> it's crazy, dog. It's the old it's an old lady that lived next to my sister. And then I seen this somewhere. And I'm just like, at what point are you... Like, how do you... How do you... 
how do you fix yourself to say I'm voting for him? Like, what is he saying of any value? Other than just me. I mean, I think I really think his Super Bowl commercial did it. It must be, man. I don't know. Cause I was jokingly like, excuse me, hiccups. I was joking like, yeah, I vote for him just because of the Super Bowl thing, you know. Just, but I'm thinking like, it's really people like really saying I'm really gonna vote for this motherfucker, dude. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, listen, to this motherfucker talk, and like, I don't rule him out because of his accent and shit. He's not his ink. <laughs> he did not bring his A game to the English language for sure. But like, <laughs> aside from his accent and broken English, it, it, it's hard to ignore it because he sound he sounds like fucked up but like aside from that man there's all kinds of articles out about how trash dude is but so was the picture in Popeye's real oh I heard it was yeah oh, all that shit. yeah no 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 him, no about no. this this governor candidate he was uh at Popeye's. At Popeye's on was the one on Manchester and um Highland really? Park uh, with the with the chicken, the chicken bucket and chicken, it's like, are you just pandering to Negroes? Like, what is what's your purpose, dog? That shows how out of touch you are too. If you do some shit like that, yeah, like I'm gonna get chicken and 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 like if he had like a side of watermelon, under, you know what I'm saying? How like, does that conversation work? What can we do to get the black vote? Let's go get some chicken at Popeyes, like, ew. bruh. <laughs> like, and then he got uh, I don't know if it's his campaign manager or somebody from Detroit, it's a black guy. I can't think of his name, but uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 all bad, dude. It's all bad. I just hope people really come out uh, so who, on the seventh. Who's the um the the front person who everyone is voting for right now? Probably was it Gretchen? Something, what's her name? Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer. So, uh, lay it down for you, Matisse. Um, you know you know Shree Tanadar, Indian dude. So. He's an Indian dude. Um, he's a millionaire. He's got like mad businesses and shit. And he's paid for his campaign out of his own pocket. His commercials, ads, all that shit. The problem, the thing about him is that this is a dude who's running as a Democrat, but he's uh, he's thrown money toward Republican candidates in the past. He supported uh, John McCain's campaign, Marco Rubio's campaign, other Republicans, and then there's people that said that he, uh, people who worked with him, said that he. Uh, when he would decide he wanted to run for governor here, that he had he was interested in running as a Republican, and the basically the idea is that he looked at what he had the most likely chance of winning and as a and as adopting that stance as opposed to like actually being about that life. So that's him. Gretchen Whitmer is a current, um, uh, I think she's a senator, and she said they they all. They all express the same beliefs and views that you would expect of a Democratic candidate, which is fine. But she gets uh, one of her biggest campaign contributors is Blue Cross. And they're all running on, well, except her, are running on single-payer health care. So, like, you know, health care for everybody. Um, And she's saying, like, I'm going to work on getting single-payer, but, uh, you know, I'm going to also work on trying to get the cost down, all that good shit. And we know that... If you are getting money from a healthcare provider, why would you? Uh, why, would you, why, would you why would you actually try to get uh, healthcare for everybody? You gonna Man, you gonna stop for Blue Shield? She fuck around and 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 win the shit. She had never mentioned single payer healthcare again. Mm-mm. It's just just like uh, uh, 
Duggan will probably never mention fucking uh, deter, uh, uh, de-insurance again. So Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> Abdul El-Sayed is the person who has my vote. He's a, a Muslim dude, uh, Egyptian. He says all the same shit as everybody else, but um, he's for single-payer health care, but he has comprehensive plans on his website on how we pay for it, how all this shit would happen. He's like a very progressive candidate who's anti-taking money from corporations, anti-all the shit that basically I agree with. And um, really smart dude, Rhodes Scholar. Um, uh, he was the head of the Detroit Health Department. Uh, really good dude. Like before you walked up, I was talking about I, I met him on uh, last weekend. Really cool dude. Um, seems like the kind of person who gets into politics to actually make change and not get into politics for the purpose of um, fame, celebrity, getting money from corporations, all that good shit. He's all that bad shit. He's against all that kind of shit. So he seems like the most genuine guy. I share all his beliefs and he's not one of those politicians who says one thing, but then you look at what he's doing and it's something different. And he's one of those people who doesn't just say shit. He says shit. But then like, if you go on his website, he has like comprehensive plans on how he's going to do that shit. Like uh, one of my friends told me, I haven't read it, but one of my friends told me he has like a 40 page plan for how he's going to uh, introduce Michicare, which is his idea for uh, health care for everybody in the uh, in the state. So and Shree kind don't even know what the fuck single pair health care is. That like. motherfucker can't even say it, dog. Like, man, <laughs> like, that dude is ridiculous. Like I was watching the, the debate. I think the debate was Thursday night or Friday night last week. I was watching that shit. Every time he spoke, he looked like he didn't realize it was his turn to speak. Like the camera would go to him and he kind of looked lost. Like, oh, it's my turn now. Okay. And, and would say some fucking unintelligible, like weird shit. Like, I I don't know, man. I I don't understand how anybody could back this dude. He's a fucking clown, dude. So yeah, that's a, that's my governor spot, man. And, Anybody who is uh, anti Rick Snyder needs to get out and vote on uh, get out and vote on August seventh for the primaries. Um, I'm casting my vote for Abdul. I haven't looked at any of them, but how strong are the Republican candidates as far as winning in November? Well, as far as winning in November, I don't know. I feel like it kind of depends on who the Democratic nominee is. But right now, the the guy that looks to be the Republican nominee is named Bill Schuette. And yeah, yeah, and he's for all the same shit that Trump is about. So um, obviously, we don't want this motherfucker to win. So we want the Democratic person to win, no matter what. I don't know, man. If it's Sri Tanadar, I might be like, man, <laughs> that's like that's like voting for my son to be governor or some shit. <laughs> like I'm like, this motherfucker don't know shit about anything. He just like, I got mad loot. Let me see if I can buy my way into office. I mean, but. Like I would begrudgingly vote for Gretchen Whitmer if she wins, but I wouldn't feel good about it. I mean, I lost train. Bush. Oh, and, and and Bernie Sanders endorsed Abdul El Sayed today. Oh, okay. I mean, we should. Uh, so if you're a Bernie guy, fucking your man. The uh, Voss chick, she pretty much bought her way into a fucking win. I mean, and she's the most ignorant fucking heifer in life, dude. All That's of part of Abdul's. Uh, speeches. He he says he wants to de-divorce the education system. So he throws mad shade at her. 
He throws a lot of shade at Gretchen Whitmer for those confirmation hearings. Dog were fucking terrible, horrible. And somehow she still fucking made it. So it's like if if you could buy away the way she has, shit. I guess you have a chance then. So I mean, yeah. if he's basing his based on her success, she did it. So, but god damn, man, I it, you just wish people were just a, a just a slightly a slight bit educated on. On just people to vote for, man, because I couldn't see in, in in any decent universe how Sri Tanadar would fucking win, um, fucking August seventh. Yeah, I hope not, man. Uh, I I don't particularly care for Gretchen Whitmer, but man, if she gets the nomination, I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel bad about voting for. Her. I wouldn't like it because I feel like you know every every year we talk about the the um, what's the phrase we use. Um, uh, the well, fuck what's that phrase where you're voting for the person who's not as bad as the other person <laughs> like, like what's that phrase there's a phrase for it why am I drawing a blank on it I am too cause um fuck so there's a real that's it yeah the lesser two evils that's the phrase I was thinking of yeah so yeah the lesser two evils but I don't consider her to be evil but um she's not somebody I I, I feel strongly about but if it's her versus Bill Shooty, I mean, I'm a vote for her. Obviously, I don't like her her campaign contribution for Blue Cross because I feel like that that deads our chance of getting any kind of like health care here. But otherwise, like, yeah. I, I I'd rather have a Democrat and as yeah, governor she, than she fucking wins, Rick Snyder. Yeah, she wins it, and any any talk of single payer health care be gone. And it would never come, especially if she's continuing to be backed by Blue Cross. So, but I, I just it, it's. In in any other year, I think, or any other candidates, I'd feel I wouldn't feel that bad about Gretchen Whitmer, but like Abdullah Sayed is so good that it's like it, it it feels like a tragedy to not be able to to vote for him in the actual election. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I wanna do what I can, man. Like I post about him all the time on Facebook. When I go see him, I, I post about that. Like when he you know, he got uh How was the person when you met him? He's mad cool, man. He was, I mean, I mean, obviously a politician is not going to be a dick, but like, yeah. you know, <laughs> he was. He, I mean, exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you're a real dude, man. He's he's younger than us. He's fucking yeah. He's thirty three. Uh, yeah, just he's just a good dude, man. Um, I just missed him. Um, he was down. There was a protest for some. Uh, what was it? Uh, I don't know, something about some janitors trying to get some kind of. Uh, some like benefits, some shit, something, something like, like that, that that was going on downtown uh, a couple days ago, and they tried to stop me from going into my building where my parking garage is at. He was like, "Why? Why are you coming in here?" I'm like, "Um, because I work and park here." He's like, oh, "Okay, come in." I'm like, "What's the problem?" He was like, "Oh, it's a protest that's about to start outside." I'm like, "We got the building on lockdown." I'm like, "All right, cool." I go in there, I pick up my daughter, me and my wife leave, me and my wife and my daughter leave, and this motherfucker shows up on Facebook Live at the protest like, yeah, we out here, (laughs) trying to get these bitch-ass niggas out the paint. I'm like, oh, man, that's my candidate right there. (laughs) So, but yeah, man, it was cool, man. I I look forward to voting for him on the 7th. Even if he lose, man, one thing that he talks about that I appreciate is that he even says, like, look, even if I don't win, we want to work toward a Michigan that dignifies us. And I think I feel I feel like that's a great way of phrasing it. Like you just want to be proud of what Michigan is doing. And yeah, I wonder what Bill Shooty and he ain't gonna be about that. Yeah, I wonder if he doesn't win. Like what what 
what roles are he gonna try to you know pull as far as what do you want what is he gonna do next or whatever. Yeah, I feel like he ain't going nowhere. He can't be. I mean, like he's got he's got support from like I said the 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 chick from New York. He's got he was endorsed by Sean King. Uh, he's been endorsed by Bernie. Like people who are who I respect their political opinions support him. So I feel like he he owes it to himself and everybody else to not. Not yeah, fall back, even if he don't get the nomination. Because he's like in healthcare or something. Does he mm-hmm. work? Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a doctor too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's real. Uh, I mean, his 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 educational stats are fucking awesome. But yeah, I, I listened to him on um, the Intercept podcast, and you know, that's another thing. Had had him on the Intercept with uh, Jeremy Scale, man. Great interview. Anybody who anybody who was on the Intercept is somebody who I would respect. And then the guy Jeremy was asking, like, you know, what you don't you don't seem like a typical Democrat. Why did you, you know, what's your reasoning for running as a Democrat and things like that? And he was just saying how, you know, he doesn't want to to start something new as far as like a, a, a political back. He just wants to improve the way the Democratic Democrats run, just the Democratic system in general. So I mean, he, he, everything sounds fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, another thing he's pointed out too is that a prop, the prop, one of the problems with the Democratic Party is that they 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 have what they want to do, but they still play by the Republican rules. Whereas the Republicans don't play by nobody's rules. They say, "I want to do this," and those motherfuckers will change the rules. They will they will do whatever they got to do to get what they want done. And he's like, "You know, I'm not. You know, I'm running as a Democrat, but I want to upset the way politics happen right now." Right. So like you know, I, I respect that too, man. So like I said I can't I can't wait to vote for him, man. Even if he loses, man, I'm gonna feel proud to vote for him in the primary on the seventh. And you know, if he loses, he loses. But I can at least be like, you know, I feel good about who I voted for. Right. Just like when I voted for Bernie in the primary, uh, whenever that whatever fucking year that was. So <laughs> two years ago. So so yeah, man. That's enough about Abdul though. Yeah, so and Bernie Bernie uh Bernie uh officially endorsed Abdul today. So that's kind of dope. That's even dope too to have a guy like that endorse a local politician. Yeah. So yeah, that's dope. I was shocked when I saw it. Oh, that's fucking cool. So um one of the things I want to talk about is uh that situation that happened in Florida with the uh that white guy that shot the the black dude that came out the store. He's harassing an old girl in the in uh in the car that was parked in a handicapped spot. And I mean, we've obviously talked about Florida and the stand your ground law with what happened with, uh, Trayvon Martin and shit. But I don't understand how after the backlash of the Trayvon Martin shit, they can be like, yeah, we're not going to prosecute, prosecute this dude. Like, I, <laughs> what is it? What a pros- I mean, the thing is that, that Zimmerman is still running around free doing fuck shit in Florida. Florida is just a fuck shit ass place. It really is. And it didn't say, I was I was surprised, but I wasn't surprised. Like you know, just their doings and shit, man. But it's so crazy that you watch the video and since you had your CPL, yeah. And I just took my uh, my class for it, and the biggest thing we talked about is how you know when you when you get ready to defend yourself or shoot or shoot someone, you have to. You have to be in imminent danger. Yeah. You have so if so the guy you seen the video. Have you seen the video, Matisse? 
of the yeah, shit. Okay, so he gets the black guy gets into it with the guy, the white guy with the gun. He pushes the shit out of him. He falls down. He pulls out, and at that point, the black guy is walking away. That kills the danger. Yeah. That by by law of you being able to carry, that kills it. You cannot shoot. Now, if he pushed him down and my man started rushing at him afterwards, that's totally okay within the law to shoot. And that's nothing in that video. So like if it wasn't if there was if it was a video, if it wasn't a video and this happened, I'd be like, okay, because you can't you can't prove shit, you can't see the shit, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. But Based on the video, there was nothing to show him. He 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 was walking away. He was scared. He saw him. Now I I granted you get pushed down like that. Whether you're wrong or right, you're probably gonna feel some kind of way. But as a gun, as as holding, being able to, to possess a gun, you have to be in danger, and he wasn't. And I'm just so fucking shocked that the fucking sheriff was like, "No, we're not pressing charges," because there was no fucking way that he was in danger no more. The dude was pacing away, dude. The woman was more in danger. The guy, old lady, yeah. was more in danger. Right. Why is he yelling and scolding her? Yeah. Over a fucking parking If anything, if she had a gun, she could have shot him. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So that shit, it's just a... And I just feel like if if the gunman was black and he shot a white person, he'd be in fucking jail for fucking murder. That's just it's just crazy to me to see the video and to see that there was not even a jump. Like my man never like jumped at him after that. He was pacing back, and for a while I didn't see the shooting. The first time I saw the shooting was actually on your your Facebook page mm-hmm. because every video I saw stopped it before he got shot. So oh, I didn't know what the weird. fuck. Ha- yeah, the first videos that I saw, soon as he pulled out on them, they just stopped the video. So that was mm-hmm. the first time I saw it. It's just enraging, dog. That's fucking insane. What makes it worse to me is that Florida, even now, so long after the fact, Florida still has to deal with the stigma of what happened with Trayvon Martin. So even with a similar situation popping off, they're still like, yeah, we don't give a fuck. Like, like black people can suck our dicks. We still not prosecuting this dude. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much what it is. It's fuck y'all. That That's just, I, I was just shocked, dude. Seeing that video, man, it just it just shows they really do not give a fucking shit about us, dude. Do not give a fuck at all, man. And oh god, it's like although I always never want to read the comments, I read them anyway, and I'm just fucking like, dude, are you fucking serious, man? And here come the here come the white people. She should have never parked in that spot. Like, come are the you fuck kidding on. me, dog? Like, really? My my thing is. It's a legal fucking parking. If anything, you get a fucking ticket that's it. There's nothing that says you park illegal in a spot. Somebody should fucking shoot and kill your ass right. for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are... That's that's even if he was parking in force, <laughs> right? Even if he was, you still have no right to shoot I'm nobody. Off again. Man, yeah, man. And, I, and, I'm and, just staying pissed on that yeah. shit, dog. And the the. Another fucked up part of it is that, like, it's just like the George Zimmerman shit. He created the situation. Yeah. How do you? Stay it's not in- like you're a victim. Like, yeah. like, oh man, this shit's popping off. Let me shoot somebody. You created the drama. Yeah. Like you chased him down, and then this person ran up on. He's like looking at the license plate, rolling up on chicks' window and shit. Like, 
Who the fuck are you? And That's why I talk about white people being entitled. He's known dog. for other shit, so he has a yeah. he has a history of fuck shit anyway. So based on his history, based on that, he was the total aggressor. Which I don't get how. If like that should be, the whole stay your ground permit should be void if you're the aggressor. If you're yes, the aggressor, exactly. You know what I'm saying like why why is that? It's it just I just think it's just white people that don't give a fuck about black people, dude. And, and and in that case too, white people feeling like. It's the entitlement, dog. We, I've, I probably said entitlement eight million times on this podcast over the course of the past four years. But like the the entitlement, like you somehow feel like you have a right to like police what other people are doing. Well, you a random motherfucker like this, that's meaningless. Like, who are you? Like, why are you fucking checking license plates and shit and running up on cars? Like, you can't park here. Like, am I am I in your spot? Like, is this your? Of course not. Probably not, because she's black. And he was the uh, aggressor towards the whole thing, coming towards my fucking vehicle. I mean, we, I mean, America has been far, far. Uh, kid, far a kid had to but, watch his father die over that shit, dog. Like, are you serious, man? We've been, you know, the America has been far racist before Trump. But I, I swear, after Trump got elected, these fucking people have just gotten hyped, dude. It was like. They just ate, they just got fucking crazy with their hey, shit, dude. Hey, you mind if I holler at that trace though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's some uh, cups in the uh, refrigerator. Cups in the fridge. So I kept getting dusting all my cups and shit out here because they be sitting, and I, you know, obviously you just pull pull the cup from the bottom. But then I'm just like, well, I just keep them in the refrigerator. Fuck. Oh, you got uh, cups in the fridge? <laughs> well, because I keep them clean. Like every time I set cups out here in the garage, something. Right. No, he don't got a cup. No, I don't. Oh, the, oh, I, oh, yeah, he got. Oh, I was pouring. But I, oh, I got I, a cup. Yeah, I just needed. <laughs> I just needed something to put in it. <laughs> but yeah, man. So I. And now it's like, fucking white white people calling the police on on black folks for the dumbest shit. And somebody made a good point, uh, which I've been hoping people follow up with that shit is that. Ever, ever since this whole like Kermit Patty chick, you know, with the barbecue and yeah. stuff like that, ballistic. Yeah, but <laughs> the, one of the problems, <laughs> the, one of the problems is, is that we're hiding these people's names under these fuck ass cute hashtags mm-hmm. when we need to be posting their name fucking everywhere. Like, I, like I don't know <laughs> what the fuck Patty Patty's name is, or you know what I mean? Like that's the shit because you know now these people are losing their fucking jobs. You know, all this shit. They need to for doing that dumb shit. And I, for the life of me, can't understand why people are not being charged for, like, making false reports or making dumbass. You know, if we was, you know, you played on a on the phone, dialed a 911 or some shit, you know, you would potentially be fine. The police would come out of some dumb shit. That's damn near equivalent. Homeboy called the police because he got a fucking fouled hard. Did <laughs> right. see the fucking, uh, the... the so the uh, white dude at the gym with a dude he know, and he was in, he threw a bad foul or something to the one guy to the right. black guy, right. and then I think the black guy picked him hard or some shit like that. He fucking called the police at the gym. So they showed the body cam of that shit. Uh, they called the black guy in. He asked him what happened. And, you know what I'm saying? He like the, he hit white white guy white guy initi- initiated this shit. I gave him a pick hard, and here we are and shit. So the police is kind of like, like they're like 
entertained off the shit. And so the gym owner is like, what are you asking the gym guy, the manager gym, what are you going to do? He's like, look, either y'all both could stay and just squash the shit or y'all both leave for the day. The white guy got the fucking there to say why I got to leave. Motherfucker, you just called the police on a fuck-ass file. What you mean you got to leave? My gym calling these fucking problems, bitch. Man, that shit was so crazy, dude. Just to see the camera just watching the shit. So then they get outside and ask the cop, like, have you ever been called for something like this? He's like, nah, he's laughing at all. I'm like, dude, it's stupid, dog. And that shit ain't funny, dog. Shit, because the, the, the reality is that black people... With interaction police end up dead for a lot in a lot of lot of situations. Mm-hmm. So you call the police, that just lets me know right now you do not give a shit, give a fuck about black people. Because you know our interactions are fucked up. Oh man, that shit. You know what grinds my gears? That shit. And man, and I and then I so you have the so now you go to the, the fucking stabbing and Cali. The white fucking the white guy stabs the two chicks, kill one, and I'm and somebody posted on um uh so uh, a quote or something like to the point of fucking Bart Police was fucking on it when they fucking killed what's the name in the fucking uh, uh forget the guy's name who they killed the uh the Bart Police in Cali the one oh Oscar in, Grant yeah oh, okay so it's like all Michael these, B Jordan no right <laughs> you when it's somebody doing some you know some fuck shit like that. Or whatever they kill Oscar Grant, and there's tons of fucking Bart police there. This day, white guy goes slashing throats of black girls, and he's just out. And then they catch his ass three days later, or whatever the fuck. They handcuffs him like he just jaywalked and shit. They nice <laughs> and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog, come the fuck on, man. Man, that's why I always frown frown around people who 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 wants. You know, like death row inmates to be treat be treated excited. nice and shit. Like it's in, you know it's humane for for people who uh, getting the death penalty to fill it when they're dying. What the fuck? Yeah, you should die for the same shit. Definitely, you shoot a motherfucker, you should get shot. I feel like you do shit like that, you're gonna you're gonna to the old days. You would definitely uh. I think, you're I think you're really uh, <laughs> cut down on a lot of shit if motherfuckers are dying for the shit they're doing. You kill somebody, you die. Flat out. Like, there's no... I, 30 years later, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna be cool if I, I somehow see the guy that killed my brother. You know what I'm saying? It's just not gonna be a... It, you know, it, it's not gonna be a, a I'm hugging it out like, cool. I, forget, I never forgive him. And any of the people that was dealing with that, and I just hope to God I don't ever run into them thirty years later or forty years later, some shit. Nah, man, the people that kill people they need to die, same way or worse. Keeping these fucking in jail for forty years, fuck that. Man, we just we just don't get we just don't get treated right. It's been so many fucked up stories in the news lately. So see the and it back to fucking. Back. See the guy who the guy who got exonerated for wrongful imprisonment. He got released. They gave he got a check for that shit oh, like wow. hundred and some thousand dollars or some crazy shit. Whatever it is, still fucking way too low for twenty some years. They give you one hundred and fifty thousand, whatever shit. the fuck it was. He goes to the bank. And they won't even... They give him all these fucking hassles for fucking depositing his check. <laughs> like, no! What yeah, the fuck? I'm gonna have to check his faith and all this shit. Some old bullshit they were saying, like, 
Like why? Why are people so? Why are people so tested and so so fucked with, dude? Like what? What have we done to make our life so hard? It wasn't like we came here on vacation and started life and shit. Like what makes it so hard that they want to fuck with black people, dude? Man, we picked all this cotton for y'all, dog. Y'all ain't even gonna let us live and let us fucking play PlayStation and shit. Like sell cigarettes and whatever the fuck. I think I heard about that. His garage door. They shot through his garage door and killed him. The police then. That's a weak ass garage door. The family. If it's like that, you can shoot right through that shit. Why? I forget what reason they even award. I forget. I forget the reason of. They four dollars. Yeah. I'm not fucking kidding. They awarded him four dollars for his death. And then they took the four dollars. It was a kidding me? No, no, I wish I was. This is fucking serious. Black guy in his garage. I don't remember $4. the actual story that happened where they ended up shooting him. Um, I actually, I shouldn't say I don't remember. I never ran into that, but I do remember the the, uh, the court case. Yeah. And yeah, and they awarded him four, the, the family four fucking dollars. He, he pointed a gun at them, but they were clearly fucking lying. I'm gonna point the gun and. Shoot. Close my fucking door. You're gonna shoot through my garage door. <laughs> Man, that's ridiculous. So they, because I, I just seen the story recently, just because there was a uh, a football player who had uh, gave the family some money or some shit like that. But so <sighs> I wanted to talk about something else that I've experienced lately, and I'm kind of I don't know. I, I it's not a big deal, but it's something I kind of feel a way about, right? So I. I I've talked about this before. I think I talked about it on the last episode we recorded that we have these um, uh, resource groups at work that are for various groups, gays, disabled, uh, women sounds weird on the, <laughs> on the back of saying gays and disabled, but like, like things for like, cause you know, women in corporate America get a, get a raw deal. So it's like they have groups for like women who are like trying to, you know, get through life in corporate America where it's like dominated by white men shit like that so it's like groups to help and shit so they started these groups and there's probably right now I don't know somewhere in the range of like 8 to 10 of these groups for various groups of people and I went and joined I don't know more than half of them and the reason I joined and it, when I, uh, and full transparency I joined ones that have nothing to do with me that um, they're not groups that I identify with. I joined the gay, the LGBTQ group. I joined the disabled group. I joined the women's group. I joined, um, I think, two groups that have to do with black people. So obviously, you know, I can relate to those. But um, so I joined all these groups and shit, right? And they have meetings. They Well, they started having meetings, you know, just kind of like, like meet and greets because it, it just rolled out. So like, let's let's get together and meet and all this shit, right? And, I've been to probably all five of their first initial meetings and every single one had a poor turnout. And what really bothered me was, uh, what's today? Wednesday. I went to the women's group meeting, uh, yesterday and it had the worst turnout of any of the ones I've been to, but that group has the most members. So like the group has like 290 something members, 
the meeting that I went to for the meet and greet had about 10 to 15 people at it. Oh, wow. No one fucking showed up for this shit, right? And my purpose in joining the groups, even though they don't, even though they don't, they don't have anything to do with me, well, I don't want to say it like that. It sounds very dismissive, but like, no, I mean, uh, I'm not a woman, so I can't relate to the the struggles that women have in the workplace. I'm not gay, so I can't relate to the the struggles that gay or transsexual transsexual people have in the workplace. I'm not disabled. I can't relate to none of that shit. I joined it because for two reasons. All these groups for two reasons. One. I wanted to show support to be an ally. Like, you know, uh, you know, I see what you're going through. I fuck with you. I'm here for you. And then two, as a, as a team leader at my job, I want to make sure that if I have people who report to me who are, who fall into any, into any of these groups that I can be knowledgeable about what they go through. I can relate. I can understand whatever. Right. So I go to this women's group, man, and there's like 10 to 15 people there. And this was the last one I went to of the five. And I'm just like, man, why don't, why, why do we have a support system for people who are oppressed? Yes. For people who are oppressed in their, in their group within the, within corporate America. And I give a more of a fuck about it than you do. And I don't understand the apathy. Like the people who actually get effects or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand why. People are so apathetic about things that affect them directly. Whereas for me, it don't affect me directly, but I give a fuck about your plight more than you do. And it makes me, it gives me a very like nihilistic view on life. Like not life, but like on at least these kind of things. Like, like does this shit even matter? Because I feel like the creation of these groups and the complaints about what these groups have to go through, like, are you really are you really concerned about that shit or do you just want to complain because i feel like there's kind of like a like right now with like everything going on politics all that kind of shit you see mad mad complaining this is fucked up this fucked up and there's a small subset of group people who give a fuck to actually do something and i don't understand why especially because women like it's women like that's so broad that's like you know, such a huge percentage of the population. Why do I care more about women's rights than the women who work there? And it gave me a very just kind of, I, I guess, like I said, like a like an apathetic, like nihilistic view of like of these plights. Because if you if you complain about how difficult it is to be a woman in corporate America or to be gay or transsexual or disabled or any of those things. And somebody goes, Oh wow, that's affecting you. Let me create a support group. Like, let's do something. Let's try to fix it. Let's make it work. And then you don't show and you don't care and you don't come out. Are you, do you really care or do you just want to complain? And it makes me wonder if people are kind of conditioned to complain and if they, if, if whatever you're complaining about, if it were to be fixed, you could no longer complain, so you, you're just kind of like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I, I'm I'm curious about why, what you guys think about the idea of, well, well, that idea that maybe we live in a world where people would rather complain than fix their fix their situation, because that's been a thing that's existed for a long time that people 
like it's it's a criticism that's levied against us a lot, us being like black folks, is that we will hop up on Twitter or Facebook and bitch and moan, but we don't actually do shit. And it makes me wonder, like, do people actually want to fix their situation or do they feel justified or better about themselves to be to be able to say I'm being wronged? This is fucked up and to just be able to complain about it. Well, I think that we have a a society or whatever that 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 one just breeds and just wanted to complain and stuff. But I thought I also think you have a society that people have people haven't really been in situations where they can be a part of fixing a problem. So I wonder if they're not believing that 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 this group can help or they just wanted to sign up for the sake of signing up. And I I, I say to just I say all that and I say say all that, but I I didn't say it much. But <laughs> I say that to say, I hope that yourself and other people you know who feel that way because that's you have a valid you know a, a, I thought somebody was talking <laughs> heard the shit on your phone. Um, I hope you know people like yourself and other people who probably feel your way because you have a valid you know uh, feeling would stick with it in hopes that they would come knowing that they have a voice to actually, you know, make a change and to be a part of that change. But I think a lot of it just people don't people don't see opportunities that actually can be a be I guess meaningful. I'm not trying to give these people excuse because it's just I think it's it's shitty that they're not, but I just I wonder if it's one of those things where people are just gonna come around and hopefully, you know, eventually be a part of what, you know, the whole purpose of it was, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I've talked to a couple people, and I, they've kind of like expressed confusion about what these groups are meant to accomplish. But at the same time, if you don't go to the meetings, how are you going to figure that out? Like, it's like you'd rather go about your day and not prioritize stepping away from your day to explore whatever these situations are and how you can fix them. It's like, yeah, you know, I'd rather continue going about my life than put any kind of risk into uh fixing whatever the situation is this is like a smaller scale version of like protesting right because you have people who you know might feel a way about a, a a topic or whatever but they think like yeah you know a protest that shit could go wild left you know i don't know if i really want to do that and this is like the smaller scale version of that and people still don't really fuck with it oh. i mean and there's other shit like it's, it's been poorly promoted i would think to to be honest but it's been promoted enough to have like the women's group has like almost 300 people in it so if you have 300 people in the group and only 15 show up what what are the other 285 people what what were they doing at this time like did they not feel any kind of way about it did they not know like are these are these meetups during after hours or during work they're doing work hours even worse dude yeah, you're, you're there at work already. Mm-hmm. So you have the time. You have a time slot that we can go out. Yeah, now nah, I feel. I I mean, I felt you know I feel like they're going to come around, but I feel like it's not like you're you're having to make an extra sacrifice, which you seem like you sh- you should want to make an extra sa- sacrifice if you could. But you're at work and you get an opportunity to go out for however long to to attend this stuff, and you still say fuck it. Like yeah, I you're th- giving the best opportunity possible. To be able to do it, and it's not like come early before work or stay after work. You're during work hours, 
And you're still like, nah. I think that people just are inclined to... I don't want to say just to complain, but like I feel like they just want their their grievances to be heard, but they don't actually want to do anything about it. And 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 I get it to a degree on a larger scale when doing something about it is just coming to this meeting. Then yeah, fuck you. But like if doing something about it is is uh you know knocking on doors or making phone calls or all that kind of shit and you may not you may not want to you know do that level of interaction that's and you know I guess I can get it but um if you're not willing to do anything why are you complaining about it it's like that complaint being turned into a gripe then that means you know like you don't really give a fuck it's like you want to have a you just you're just bitching and can Complaining, but don't really want to do shit about it. Just like you said, you just want your voice to be heard, basically. And who do you expect to make these fucking changes outside people who? Because I would feel a, a certain way if I was a part of a certain group and it was a person who wasn't and they wasn't affected by my group. So say I'm a group about group about black men and. A, a bunch of white people showed because they have genuine interest and all the black people didn't and now yeah. you got all of these white people making these decisions for, for the, the black, black people, people for the black group or whatever mm-hmm. I would I would totally as a person there say for instance your lesbian the gay and lesbian group a person who was in that category of gay and lesbian and you have yourself and other people who are not and you guys are dominating the meeting it's like granted it's great that you guys care but what about the people who are like me affected. or affected? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are y'all at? I would feel, you know, like it's interesting that you know you feel that way, and, and, I, and it's definitely valid. But I still wonder, like, for the people who are in that category of those certain groups, how do they feel that the people who, you know, affected by that group are, you know, there to, you know, because it's it's only so much you can say as from a group that you you're not. I can say affected. very little. Yeah, so it's almost like you're. You're just kind of. I'm like a casual observer. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe input of like, hey, I support you guys. Root, root. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. Really, you're not. You can't say much. Yeah. The the I was the only man at the women's group. I was the only straight guy at the LGBTQ group, and I. I wonder, like, do they look at like? How did they react to you though? They didn't. I I I which well which group. Any of the groups that you're in that you're not affected by. Like, so, you, know, you were in a women's group. When I went to the disabled group, the thing about that was that one of the main focal points of it is the fact that you can be, you can have a disability that's not visible. Yeah. So there were people there that looking at them, you wouldn't know if they had a, a disability. So anonymous of the people who's there, if they're really affiliated by issue or just. Yeah, you know. like you can't tell. Like it's not like we go well, around the room like, "Hey, man. what you got going on?" But that's, I mean, and not to say, say friends in the disability group. I mean, obviously in a women's group. Well, you kind of stood <laughs> I stood out. But say but, in a disability group, you know, you're there. Are people thinking that you have a disability, or they think you're just an onlooker? Because I feel like that'd be interesting. To, that like, was a. I I I wondered about that. I especially wondered about it at the at the LGBTQ group because 
you could possibly fit that because I mean, there's no look of exactly, part, you know? exactly. And and the thing that really fucked me up about that one, that one had the best turnout of the ones I've been to, but it was still like a mediocre turnout. But I care enough about the rights for the LGBTQ group that I wanted to come out and show my support. But even and I still feel a way about this. I still felt weird about going to it just because I didn't know if me going to it, people would assume I was gay. And that's like petty. Cause like even, even at the end of the day, if there's 40 people in that room and the 39 people other than me all thought all assumed I was gay. What does that mean? Nothing. I, I ain't fucking no dudes. I got a wife. I got two kids. I'm straight as an arrow. It doesn't matter if they all think that I'm gay. What does that mean? But like, I still in my head was like, what if they think I'm gay? But then I went anyway. So if you actually gay or transsexual or lesbian or whatever, like, why the fuck, why the fuck you wasn't there? Because I can go there with the stigma of what if people think I'm gay and cancel that out by with the idea of like, I want to go there and show my support and learn about what they're going through. If I could tough that out and go anyway, what does that say about you? If you in that group and you don't give a fuck enough to go, that shit, that shit fuck with me. And the same thing with the women's shit. I was the only guy that, well, no, there was another guy there, but one, he was gay. And two, I don't, I mean, I'm assuming he's actually in the group, but he was there to like, kind of like facilitate a icebreaker. So he facilitated his icebreaker. He stayed, but he, you know, he, you know, he was there. I, I, I will count him as another man that was there, but it wasn't the same as me being there. Like you, you got, you know, a gay dude there, and ain't no women gonna look at that like, oh, we got a straight man here. It's like, no, it's a gay dude here. He was obviously gay. He let it be known he was gay, whatever. But like, like me as a straight man there, like I feel like they should have been like, why we only got fourteen people here, and. We got 300 people in a the group. There's no, you know, most of the women aren't here. We got one man in here. Like, I, <laughs> I don't want to say like I should get props, but like, like, what are y'all doing? Like, do you, do you, do you, do you wonder if, well, and I do wonder, I wonder if, if maybe the people in the group and the spectators or out of the group should somehow be identified. You said, are they? I, no, no, no. I figured they're not because just on our conversation. No, no, they're but not. But I wonder if they should be identified. I kind of feel like they should. Like, you know, you get blue name tags. Are you are you affiliate? You are affected by this group. You got red name tags if you're not. Only because I feel like it just shows one to support and not necessarily trying to oust who is what because obviously in the group you're not ashamed of it. But... It just would show who are supporting you that's not affiliated and who are people. Because you can start giving examples of shit, but shit, you haven't lived the life of the gay man. So you have no idea what it's like. So yeah. it's like, you know, I wonder if that, you know, would be a, should be a thing. Especially if you think uh, gay and lesbian group and you say disabilities group because there's no look, no specific. I mean, either there are some people who, you know, maybe fit the stereotype, stereotypical look of gay and lesbian or whatever, but it's not like you, you know, if you have a, a mental impairment or something, you're not going to look it. Yeah. The, the, the guy that is the creator of the disabilities group, look at him fucking normal dude, but he has epilepsy. So you can't, 
can't look at him and be like, oh, that motherfucker has ep- epilepsy. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't fucking know. And one of the things that they brought up in the group was the idea of like, and, and this, I felt guilty about this. They talked about how, I've, I, I know for a fact, I've complained about this on this podcast, is the idea of people who get on an elevator to go down one floor. <laughs> Why the fuck you ain't take the steps? And they talked about that in the group. They were like, you know, we'll get in the elevator and people will like make comments or, you know, scoff or whatever about me going down one floor. But they don't know that I have a a disability that they can't see. You know, you know, I can't navigate steps. I got I got an issue. Huh? Did you say anything? (coughs) Did I? In what in what respect? Like, man, I fucked. I I thought that. (laughs) No, no, I didn't. But um. That was a learning moment for me because yeah. I, I know I th- I thought that, and that made me realize like you know I I I was wrong in that respect, but and it's the same thing with like the gay shit man it's like you know you don't know you just don't know who somebody is so don't make assumptions about that person and these are things that I'm learning just by being open enough to say I don't give a fuck if they think I might be gay that that doesn't matter but I want to learn about what they're going through. I want to learn about what it's like in a workplace for them, and I want to try to be an ally. I so want to try to be. I so want to try to help. First round of meetings. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's just the first. You know, it will build up as the time go or whatever. Um, but I, I know I, I personally know people at work who are gay, and I asked this one woman. I was like, "Yo, did you uh, sign up to to be in that group?" She was like, "No, should I?" And I'm like, "You complain on Facebook all the time about." The fucked up things that people say or do to you, do to you because you are a uh, a lesbian woman who she looks the part. Like and she's she, actually out in work, so people know that she's, she's out at work. But also, like she she looks the part. Like you would look at her and be like, "Yeah, she's probably probably gay." Like very bush, very bush looking. And she's complaining on Facebook all the time about the fucked up things that people have said to her in so public. What did she say, "Oh, you didn't get it." That's, that. that's it. She was just like, "Should I go?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like, yeah, I think you should. And that was it. But it was like, if you are somebody who complains on Facebook all the time about how you get shitty comments towards you on Facebook, or not on Facebook, in real life, about, you know, being gay or whatever like that, why would you not feel like, hey, there's a support group that exists for me? Why would you be apathetic about that? Like, oh, yeah, should I join? Like, yeah, you should fucking join. Like, why would you not? Like... It's a it's a support group for the people who deal with the same shit you deal with. If it was a, if it was a support group for police killing niggas, all of us would be in that bitch, dog. Like, like, why are you not in that shit? And yeah, I, that's, that's, I don't I don't understand well, why. Well, like I say, it's the first meeting. You know, numbers were increased. Uh, you know, but I think you have a definite society of people that just like to really complain. But I mean. They're not even they're not even complaining because they're not in the group to complain. They just signed up and that's not even complaining. And that's why I feel like what's the you point? You just joined the shit, you know. And I don't know, if, you know, you feel opt to just join just because, but that seems like a great opportunity for people who are one like yourself who is not affiliated with a lot of stuff as a learning experience, and then two for the people who's actually going through the shit like yeah I, I, dude, what the fuck? I got a, a dude I fuck with at work I ain't gonna call him a friend or nothing like that but a dude I fuck with at work and he gave me kind of like a substantial amount of side eye for going to the gay shit like for going to the LGBTQ LGBTQ group like 
when they had an open house, I didn't go to the first open house, and um, him and somebody else in, in a in a group that we're in. It's not like a a group for people, but it's like a group that we're in for diversity and leadership. Him and somebody else in our group went to the open house. And he was like, yeah, they had all these different groups. They had this, that, blah, blah, blah. And he mentioned the LGBTQ. It's hard to say. TQ. LGBTQ group. He mentioned it. And I was like, did you sign up for it? He's like, nah, nah. Like, like it was like a like some shame on him to sign up for this shit. And when I told him that I signed up and I went, he was like, oh, did you go for real? I'm like, yeah, nigga, I went for real. Like, I'm not fucking with you. Yeah, I went for real. And I told him, I was like, I learned shit that is important like the kind of shit that they deal with like like they talked about uh, uh, a good example and I sat in the meeting I didn't say shit because I'm like this isn't this isn't for me to interject my opinion this, this is for like I'm here to observe I feel like it wasn't my place to speak you're like I'm because, a sponge give me information <laughs> yeah but it was, it was more like so they talked about the use of the word fag and how uh, there were some people there that feel like that word is something that they can repurpose, kind of like we do with nigga, right? And there were some people that were like, fuck that word. I don't want to use it. It has horrible connotations. I don't want us to have anything to do with that word. It's just like the conversation that we have about nigga. And I could have been like, this is comparative to the word nigga. But I, was, I, I sat back. I was like, this is their space to talk about what they deal with and it's not my place as a straight man to speak about how they feel about that word just like if it was a black group and we talked about the use of the word nigga I don't want to hear a white person talk about how we fucking use nigga like that ain't your place I can see it now they talking about fat you be like yeah it's the same as nigga they like this ain't the group for that dog yeah (laughs) so I just sat there and I chilled and I was like I learned something I was like now I know how they feel about that word and that's something that I gained from it and they didn't like the the absence of people being in that group, I feel like that's, to me, like I said, it, it speaks to the idea of, like, you would rather complain than try to do something to fix it. Because they talked about um, in their in their work profiles, like, we have, like, a, 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 syst- a, a system that, you know, you can search a person and, you know, see, like, a profile for them. Not, not like Facebook, but similar. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, they were talking about like maybe we should add a piece to our profiles that, that details what pronouns we want to go by. Because like if you're a transsexual, maybe you don't want to go by he or she. You know, you might want to go by something different. You know, whatever. And but they talked about that again. Not my place to comment, but that's something I like, learned. That's something that like matters it, to them. It's not my place to say what you would like to go by. Right? Yeah. So it was, my you know, place is just to say, okay, this is what you want to go by. Cool. This is what I would address. Exactly. You exactly. And yeah, that was just something that, you I think know. We talked about that the other week. I we watched, probably did. I was talking about. I watched a video and it was a video on them they, mm-hmm. and was just talking about how you know the he she is just not you know. You know I think if, if that's what you want to you know, who am I to to offend you with what you don't want to be called? You know. Yeah, you know, it wasn't my place to comment on it. So I just sat there and listened to to what they deal with. I learned from it. Cool, but like I just I don't understand why. Somebody like me who doesn't relate to that, who doesn't understand what they go through, but give a, gave enough of a fuck to come to that meeting, even with the stigma of what if they think I'm gay? You know, like to to be bigger than that 
and to not care about it and still go anyway. For me to make that and for somebody who might actually fall into that category to not give enough of a fuck to go like that, that shit bothers me, man. It it just made me think, like, what does any of this shit matter? What does it matter? Like, if if I call a gay person a fag or somebody calls us a nigga, all that kind of shit, what does it matter? Because it seems to me like all the people who complain about whatever kind of shit they're going through, nobody gives enough of a fuck to actually change whatever's going on all they want to do is complain about how wrong they are and i'm like it all seems pointless to me and i don't know i I don't i don't want to have such a nihilistic view but like i feel like that's really what it is man like you have a small subset of people who give a fuck and those people are going to do what they want to do and it's probably not going to amount to nothing because there's such a small group of people and all the people that could actually impact change and could contribute and do something about it are too apathetic to even fucking say, let me punch out for an hour, go to this beating and get some free pizza. Like they, they, they don't even give a fuck enough to do that. They're so not, they're not even there what for the fuck. The, they're not even there for the food. They just like, fuck. man, one of them groups had the fucking extra most bestest little Caesars pizza. That shit was fire. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, man, you, you motherfucking fags missed out on this shit. No, <laughs> No, it wasn't the it wasn't the gay group. It was the uh, disabilities group. But like, but still, I was up at that bitch like they got they and the fucked up thing about it is that their funding is based on how many people show up. Uh, so they for their first meeting, they had mad pizzas in that bitch, and they had them extra most bestest joints, and I've never had it. And I go around and grab a couple slices. Of, man, that bitch was fire, dog. It was like mad pepperoni, it was greasy and shit. I'm like, oh, this is dope. And I'm like, all these other motherfucking disabled motherfuckers is missing out, dog. You need to wheel your ass up in here and get this pizza, dog. <laughs> like, get, your, get your life, dog. Nah, well, I hope that they, uh, the, the, the turnouts increase, man. I feel like they probably will, man. Hope so. I hope so, too. But there's a, there's a meeting with the uh, diversity and inclusion group of the company on Friday that I'm going to go to. And I'm going to try to express that sentiment in a respectful way. <laughs> Cause I'm I'm expressing it mad disrespectfully right now, but uh, I can't go up in there and be like, y'all don't give a fuck. I give more of a fuck than you do. Suck my dick from the back, like you know. I can't I can't say that in the group, but I kind of want to raise the raise the topic of every one of these I've been to has been severely uh, underpopulated. Like, what do we do here? Because we're we're making great strides in an attempt to to give these groups of people a say and to help them out, and they don't seem to want to help themselves. Like, give you an example. After I left the disabilities group, right, they talked about the idea of people, uh, you know, being in elevators and shit and talking shit about them, and they don't really see nothing like that, and uh, other various things they have to deal with, like certain areas that don't have uh, handicap. Uh, uh, buttons so that you can open the door automatically, shit like that. And I, in my group that I'm in for diversity and leadership, I've worked with the diversity and inclusion group in the company. So I emailed those folks because I had connects there. Mm-hmm. So I emailed them and I was like, yo, I was at this disability shit and they talked about all this kind of shit they deal with and I think we should include that in diversity training. Like, man, I went above and beyond, dog. Like, yo, why don't we include some of this shit 
and the diversity and inclusion training that other people got to go through so that those people can be aware of what these people have to deal with. Like, so I, I like, I'm going above and beyond out here for y'all. I ain't even one of y'all. So y'all who actually have to deal with this shit, where you at? Like, you just sitting here complaining. Like, you sitting in your wheelchair like, yeah, this shit fucked up. Like, man, do something about it, yo. So I don't know, man. I, I feel like it's just like a culture of just people, like, who just want to complain and like change is scary to people. And I get that, but man, like I think though, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it comes from the fact too, that like us as black folks, man, I think that we are probably the most oppressed group in the country. And that might be a controversial statement, but I hang my hat on the fact that we the only group that get killed for no reason and, and our murderers get away with it. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to go ahead and stick with the fact that we the most oppressed group in the country. And I'm out here, I'm out here, uh, fighting for y'all and y'all out here with no fucks given. Like you just at your desk in your wheelchair. Like, yeah, fuck these able-bodied motherfuckers. But I think, man, I, I think you're, you're probably going to have to take it as a, I think if you keep if if you keep the expectation of wondering if they're going to show up to their own thing, I think it's going to potentially skew your your going. Mm-hmm. And so I think you have it to could. Look, you're going to have to look at it as a learning experience for you, and not necessarily if they're going to you know make the turnout. Because if if you're I use anger because it's, it's not the right word, but you the word I'm going to use the time. If it you're, fits me. If it's if your anger. <laughs> continues because they're not attending it may just lose you may lose your your want to go you know what i mean i mean i just say use it as a a learning experience you know for the ones that are there because the ones that are there are probably going to tell stories and things that you can actually pick up and learn and you know if they come they come if not you know if you learn from 10 or you learn from 100 you know what i mean but I, i get your your initial beef though it is it is you know disappointing it's a, it's it's a, it's a weird dynamic, man. Like it, it's it's interesting to 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 be outside of a situation and give a fuck about that situation, even when our situation, us in this room, like when our situation is fucked up beyond all all recognition, like it's fucked up. And for me to be at that in their situation outside of it and be like, "Yo, this is fucked up. We should do something about this," and have people who it actually applies to them are kind of like. I don't give a fuck of enough to show up. It's concerning. And I, I just, I, I've, like I said, like I said a million times already, like I feel like it's a situation where people just want to complain and that's it. They just want to complain. Yeah. I mean, being at the first meeting, hopefully it'll grow. Uh, I feel like you can get a lot of it still with the people that, that does attend. So I always take it as a good learning experience just to take out of it what you can and get some good ass pizza. So. That pizza was fire, dog. I ain't gonna lie. So I, I saw an interesting tweet today that <laughs> I saw even more interesting interesting responses to it. So the tweet is, Alexa, why does a baby boomer who doesn't read emails, won't update their browser version, and can't rotate a PDF make triple my salary? <laughs> and obviously this is a millennial. And... It's a guy who is gay. Yeah. And. I saw that. Dog. My man got ripped apart by like 
older folks Old and shit. Folks who who can't twist the PDF. Yeah, but then I thought about it and I'm like, who looks at a CEO and is like, "Hey, can you rotate a PDF for me right quick?" Like, that's not that to me. That's a everybody thing. Like everybody should be able to rotate a PDF, but everybody can't run a company, dog. Like. I yeah. kind of get. I kind of got the old people shade to that dude. I, 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 I kind of took it as maybe not necessarily higher upper management people, like people that are maybe the same level or maybe slightly above, but makes a lot more or whatever, doing shit like that. Because I, I got a, I got an older, uh, angry lady I work with, <laughs> and it's it's nothing like the technical like PDF shit, blah blah blah, but. She just has a shitty attitude all the time. And I'm amazed that she she keeps her job, dude. Like she talks about everybody that's not there at that time. She does fuck she she rants all the time about stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, you know, like, why's your old ass even here, dude? Like just retire, man. Fuck. Yeah, I, I but I feel like she's probably not making triple the salary of, of a millennial. Like I feel like his his commentary is like he's working at whatever job he works. He sees his boss or his boss's boss make it three times what he makes, and like you said, don't answer emails, can't rotate a PDF or whatever. And he's like, "Why the fuck they making more money than me?" And I'm like, "Duh!" Like <laughs> being able to uh, let me look at it real quick because the one that really fucked with me update the browser version. That's not a, a qualification of C, of CEO or or not even you say CEO, but somebody just who's high level in the company. Ain't nobody checking for that motherfucker to update his browser, dog. Like you don't get the CEO by being able to rotate PDFs and being able to update your browser. Like that's not what makes a a, a high level employee. It's funny like, to say the whole rotate PDF because I make PDF drawings all the time, and I always think like, should I rotate this shit? Or I say fuck it and let them do it themselves. Like, man, who cares, dog? <laughs> like if you sitting there and you like, yeah, I can uh I can rotate PDFs and I can uh update my browser, why is he making more money than me? Because you think that your ability to update your browser is worth, is, is worth something. Money. Like that ain't worth shit, dog. And it, I think it to me just amounts to like millennials idea of entitlement. Like they all they want to do is complain. I hate hate the conversation of millennials versus baby boomers and all that shit. I I, I hate the conversations with that shit, dude. He he posted later like I'm the most hated millennial on Twitter, and I'm like, when I saw that, I just it kind of just took away everything he had said and every possible small minute point he had made. Once he said that, because like you're just fishing for just bullshit anyway. And then and then he hit the backtrack cycle heavy. He was like, uh. Uh yeah no my point was that if you can't do all that shit why are you shitting on me for blah 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 like you didn't say that in your tweet nah your, yes. the purpose of your tweet was that you think that somebody who makes more than you should be able to do this menial ass shit that you can do like that shit is fucking a fucking ten year old can update a browser dog like that ain't nothing special right, you can update a browser and your CEO can't cool but your CEO can make big business deals he can get his employees to respect him 
He's uh, knowledgeable on his business. All that kind of shit. Like, there's yeah. all kinds of shit and that a CEO can do that your fucking ass can't do fucking flipping PDFs, dog. And, and like, most importantly, he can fire your punk ass. So, <laughs> right. You know, so you, you might not want to, you know, you might want to be on, on, on his side of things. Yeah, one thing I've learned is that in my interactions with the higher-ups in my company is that they have a knowledge base that is unrivaled. Yeah. And if if the people that I've dealt with can't update their browser, the things that they can do far supersede anyway. any right. of the stupid shit like that. So it's like if you if you frame it like that, it sounds fucked up. But if that's all you can bring to the table is rotating PDFs and updating browsers and shit, that's why your ass don't make what they can make because right. they know what it takes to be where they're at. Like, ain't nobody a fucking CEO of a company making six figures or seven figures or whatever the fuck, quarter mil, whatever. They might not be able to fucking update their browser, but they can make big deals. They know what it takes to keep their employees happy. They know how to fucking... And if they, they, they know their business. They've been doing something right. They've been there that fucking long. They anyway, know their fucking the business. Part, anyway, so. And they know that fucking rotating PDFs ain't what it... <laughs> ain't gonna... Be what they need to run a company. It's, it's little fuckers like you to do it anyway for them. Yeah, so. they find interns to rotate PDFs <laughs> while they do shit that's like, way the, more fucking important. You are the official PDF rotator person. That's exactly how it is at my job. We got interns who do shit like that. They run reports. They do all that shit in Excel. They give us the data that we need to make the important fucking decisions. To be like, okay, here's our staffing. Here's what we need data-wise. Here's what our volume looks like. Here's how we deal with these other businesses, yada, yada, yada. And then we say, hey, intern, draft up the report that we can give to the people who know how to do shit more important exactly, than drafting the reports. We got reports. an intern doing the exact shit. And so I had this idea about doing some stuff, and they was like, I don't worry about that. I forget her name. Becky. Becky would do that. <laughs> exactly. I, had, I, I, I can speak from experience. I had a smooth month where I had to deal with one of the highest ranking people in my company and I would meet with him and I was trying to get justification to get more bodies in my area. And he tells me, um, I need this, this, and this. Can you get me this, this, and this? Get me this report. Get me this data. Yada, yada, yada. It ain't my fucking job to actually do the data. I mean, it can be, but what I did was I went to the intern and was like, hey, get me this data. And then I made the report. I went to the meeting with old dude. Here's the report. And I gave old boy credit. You know, I'm like, yo, me, this person, this person, and this person, we got this data. We, we, We did these reports. This is what we need. But as somebody in my position, I presented it to him. I gave him what he asked for, and I got what I wanted. And it's not about my ability to run the report. It's about my ability to interact with somebody on that level. And whoever this dude was, if you think that you should be be making whatever salary based on your ability to update your fucking browser, think again, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> like anybody can update a browser, dog. Like I mean, it's literally click. what you do with it. It's literally click. About and then click update, bro. So <laughs> it's not really. T- it's only two fucking clicks, my nigga. Hit, so. hit the little arrow that's in yeah. a semicircle, and it'll rotate your. It'll rotate your document, fam. <laughs> like, it's not that deep, dude. Yeah, you don't need to. 
you don't need to know how to rotate a document to be C- to be a CEO. You need to know who can do that kind of menial shit for you to be a CEO. That's what that shit is about, dog. Them high-ranking motherfuckers, he, they he, know he, they need to get done, might, and, and he, they know who to ask and he might to be get upset it done because he's probably that person. Yeah, he is. And that's what and that's what it is. The CEOs, the the higher ups, they know the right people to bring into the fold to get what they need done. And they say, they, and "Oh, either, I need this." And even if they don't know the actual person, they know a person below them that will know the right person. Exactly. So they probably never have to interact with anybody who's doing these minute jobs anyway. But there's a one person that knows the person that's under them that knows the person that's under them that can get the job done. Exactly. So. That's what it's about. I had, I got hit up today about. Uh, changing the wording in a tracking item. I don't know how to change the wording in a tracking item. I'm not tech. I'm not IT, but I know who the fuck is. Right. So I said, hey, can you fix this? Can you do this? And then I go back to the higher-ups of the company. It's done. We good. This is fixed. That's how you do that shit. Uh, you know who to incorporate. You know who, who knows how to do what job. You know how to u- utilize your resources. You have your connects in the company. That's how you move up. So, I, I just found it interesting that on the surface, that tweet sounded like mad profound, but at the same time, it's like, will you actually know what it's like? Yeah, I was it's scrolling. Like that, that's was, a motherfucker that's just complaining. I was scrolling through the replies, and they was eating his ass so they, they killed that I didn't even see his backpedal. I stopped reading, but... Yeah, I think he probably regretted that soonest. But he probably somebody just wanted a, a, a day or two of, of, of Twitter fame, and then he'd go back to rotating documents. So, yeah. So um, the last thing I wanted to talk about was, and I I, I kind of wanted to just like poll opinions on it, but I kind of wanted to talk about like this like high minded society that we live in right now, where it's like you know. There's a popular opinion and everybody roll with it. And I, we've talked about this ad nauseum on a podcast. But um, it made me wonder if, like, if the status quo, like, what what is, like, how it is, if if people really are trying to divert from that or if they're trying to... um adapt to it and and what i mean by that is i guess a good example would be like to to break it down in simplest form let's take cardi b right i've noticed that on twitter there is uh i guess a a a a mindset where we take a person and we want to say this is somebody who you should fuck with. And we find reasons to make it so that to justify why we should fuck with that person. So with Cardi B, for instance, right? For me, and I can't speak for y'all, but for me, I can't fuck with Cardi B like as a person because like she sounds like a fucking retard. Like I like she's like obnoxious, dog. Like I can't listen to a Cardi B interview more than like two minutes. Because I get irritated. I'm like, she sounds dumb as fuck. She's mad irritating, right? And in the interest of making Cardi B somebody who we should all fuck with, people will find reasons to justify her importance. So they'll be like, oh, Cardi B is somebody who who came up from nothing, man. She was broke. She was poor. And now she's like popping, man. She, she came up from nothing. 
And I don't know about y'all, but I can't think of like a single rapper who that doesn't apply to. Like they all came up from nothing. Right? So what makes Cardi B special that we should respect her more than anybody else? Because they all came from nothing, right? So why why is she so celebrated? And it made me wonder, like, this is just like a thought that I had, like, while I was shitting. Yeah, your most profound profound stuff come while you shitting, right? Is it is it a situation where we kind of like live in a world where people go, this is what you should fuck with, and here's why. And and we like fabricate reasons to fuck with that person. So another example is uh, Fetty Wap. When Fetty Wap came out, I listened to Fetty Wap. The, what was the fucking song he had? The, the, the main one? What the fuck was that? That's how he sounds. What was the song? The, I don't know the fucking song. The main song. The the one he had. Like the, the, the popping song. Uh, I know. Fuck. Uh, Wherever the fuck the song was. When he came out, I was like, man, this nigga whack as fuck. And everybody, I felt like people were trolling. Like, yes. I felt like people were trolling like, Yo, Fetty is dope. And then you would see shit on Twitter like, oh, sing, Fetty, sing. And I thought people were like trolling. Like, you know you know he can't sing, right? You know he, he sounds horrible, right? And then it, it transitioned to a point where I thought like, are, do people really think he's dope? Like, he can actually sing? And it made me wonder if like people will get in their head like, this is the person that we're supposed to like. So we're going to, like, reach to justify why we should like that person. Well, I think they do. And they do it with, uh, I see a lot of stuff with uh, LeBron. Mm-hmm. Similar situation. Well, but LeBron's not doing nothing. Like, he's a terrible. He doesn't really do much terrible shit. He's definitely not the Cardi B of basketball. No, no, no. By no means. By no means. But I've seen these one means where they try to say, you know, grew up in a single household. Oh, yeah. Problem, blah, blah, blah. And there's this one, it's the same one because people just kept copying that same thing. And then at the end of it, say, you know, made all his money, put his homeboys on, blah, blah, blah. And if you think, if you, if, if you think differently, your perspective is whack. Not, that was verbatim at the end. It always ended with your perspective is whack. And you don't have to tell me all these things about how he came up in, the, in a single parent home. He doesn't have any fucking drama, random kids, or whatever the fuck. And I was supposed to like him because of that. If I don't like him because he played for a team I don't like, or whatever the case, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? It's nothing about him personally, I would, you know, because it's really nothing out here personally I don't really, you know, really know. But it's the same shit, you know. I don't know why. And I feel like with Cardi B, I feel like it's potentially people, chicks, whoever who feel like they have similarities to her or whatever, they want to make her more than what she really is or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, she was thoroughly fucking entertaining on Love & Hip Hop. Like, but people hated her. Yeah. I mean, like, they, like they, oh, they she trash. Did. I thought she was entertaining as fuck. But I can dislike her as a musician, like her on a fucking uh, uh, sitcom, 
and don't want nothing to do with her, and that should be perfectly fucking fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why do I have to constantly like somebody, and I think their music is trash? Like, I seen somebody do a top top ten of of early albums in eighteen, and she was in her list, and I was just like, how? And this mm. is a person that does music reviews and shit. I'm like, how? Like, it's, it's terrible. But that doesn't make me think she's a horrible person. I don't, you know, think she, you know, prosper woman, get your money and shit. You know what I'm saying? Get your teeth fixed, whatever the fuck. <laughs> but don't, I'm not going to like her because you making me want to like her or I, like Fiddy Whopper. Yeah, and, and I feel like her. that's what's happening. It's like people feel like they got to force you to like her or whoever, like whatever the status quo is. Another like, good example is Gucci Man. Yeah. And we've had a conversation before. It's like, Gucci Man was never Gucci Man was never like before he went to jail. Yep. Yeah. He got out of jail, lost weight, and I feel like that's the image thing too. People pull to people who are physically fit too. I think that's another thing. That's a good point. But no one fucked with him. His music has been the same. He's talked about trap shit, all this fucking music. You know what I'm saying? Pre pre jail, post jail. Yeah. He got slim. He's in shape now. He got some random random chick in his wife. I don't know who the fuck she is. But yeah. he's like being... And I thought like it was, you know... Like, are y'all really faking? Is it like hyperbole? Like, are y'all really like, you know, really liking this guy? Like, how? That, yeah, and, that, and that's, that's what I was getting at. Is that I don't understand why people who are... Yeah, like, they really ain't shit. But it's like a status... It's like a status quo. Like, this is who we're going to support... So we gotta find justification for why we fuck with that person. It's so it's it's so many and I, I don't I mean I guess I do knock them, but there's so many people that want that want you to love uh, Floyd Mayweather because he's successful. Okay, yeah, that's a reach. It's, I mean, I, I mean, in the circles of, that, of of those people, I mean, it's people I probably would never really fuck with in life like that. But the circles of people want you to like Floyd because he's successful. And and ignoring the fact that you know he beat his chick, he went to jail. He he's the most arrogant fucker ever. But I can't dispute the fact that he's one of the greatest boxers that ever did it. Cannot dispute that. Would never dispute that. But he's a horrible fucking human being. Like why do I have to like him because he's black and made money? Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't see him out doing crazy things in the community or any other crazy shit. Why should I have to like him? Same for Gucci man. I don't have to like him. I never really, I mean, never really listen to his music. Don't have to like Cardi B. I don't have like any of these insert, you know, random celebrity or whatever because you you feel like they don't get enough shine or whatever the fuck, you know. Yeah, what I mean? like, like why are we taking people who are like, okay, this is who we like now, so let's fabricate a justification. Like, I don't for care it. for a, uh, if uh, honestly I don't because I don't really have a, a opinion anywhere about Le- LeBron. But if you don't like LeBron and somebody gives this big ass story of how he grew up with a single parent and got rich and put his boys on, now I'm supposed to automatically like him? No. Like, no. No, I don't have to like Floyd. I don't have to like Cardi or any of these other random ass people. You know, mm. y'all y'all won't want yeah, people. Yeah, and, and if you like Cardi, that's cool. That's but like, goodness. but don't like justify it with some like, like don't reach for the justification, though. Like, oh yeah, she came from nothing. Like I said, every rapper's came from nothing. I ain't never heard of a rapper that was like. Yeah, I grew up in the suburbs and I had money and I lived comfortably and like fuck with me. Like, no, they all talk about how they grew up in the hood and they have shit and they sold drugs. Like, that's their whole the gimmick. Music was they out and they did it and they yeah, got that's the whole gimmick. She ain't special. Like, and then on top of not being special, 
like to me, she's embarrassing. Like I don't like I don't like her being the face of hip hop. Like she's embarrassing, though. Like I remember, I'm saying, I remember like, seeing, oh, she's so real. So, All remember, rappers are so real. I remember seeing so many uh, posts about her for women who, and I was just like. You know she's not a real like real real for real artist. Like I thought it was like one of those, you know, on Love and Hip Hop, everybody has a music deal or they want to yeah. do music or some shit like that. So it's just like, oh, okay, she might get a song out, but no, but then she just came like super fucking popular. Like, like how? Like, yeah. is, is, are we missing music from that much that you need to put that person in it and that be your savior music or whatever? Yeah, it just feels like a a very high-minded society like yeah we we all we're gonna decide we're gonna decide that we want to support this person and now let's find justification after the fact for why and it's like okay like if you fuck with her music that's cool but don't don't tell me like you said about somebody growing up and having a single parent and all this kind of shit and or her saying like oh she was on loving hip-hop and she was poor and now she's popping like yeah, but she's still retarded, so I don't have to really like her like that. Like, I don't. Know, I I think that's weird. I think I think we kind of like have a society where we will build somebody up. We'll say like, okay, this is the person we're gonna support, and now let's support that person, and we will draw whatever fucking inspiration we can from wherever we can find it to why we should respect this person more than anybody else and just so that we can all be on the same page. And I'm like, I don't care about being on the same page. Like she's not somebody who I will fuck with. You like she's not that book. dope. Yeah, be the same nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't even need to be in the same library. Like I I don't I don't get it. Like I I, I just think that's mad weird. And I, I think it it's just a byproduct of the fact that no one has the balls to be like, yeah, I see who I, who y'all all are inexplicably fucking with right now, and I don't think they're all that. I like Fetty Wap. Okay. Fetty Wap, I think, is the best example. Dog, I I think Fetty Wap went from we are trolling by saying he's dope, and the trolling happened so hard that people bought into it and were like, oh yeah, he's dope. Not because they thought he was dope, but because they thought that that was what they should be saying at the time, because that was the popular opinion. They Dude, didn't want to divert was, from it. You had everybody. That nigga can't sing. You had every even with even just the quality of him, his voice, his singing. You had everybody from grown as adults to little as girls singing "Trap Queen." You realize what the fuck she was? A trap queen. <laughs> She's the chick that's selling dope with you in a crack house. Like, are you serious? But yeah, whatever. But yeah, man, that's that's all, man. I'm I'm good. I'm fresh out of topics. Yeah, I think I'm good too. Uh, we over t- well, two two twenty. Cool. No shit. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thanks for teach stopping by. Uh, no problem, man. You know, glad you <laughs> just stopped by. I saw your message as soon as I saw your card. And I was like, oh, that might be him. Um, but as always, you can find our podcast on. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, our uh, Twitter page is uh, at What Up Do Podcast. Um, our email is What Up Do Podcast at Gmail. Um, and you can just do that. You don't got to send our individuals. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> and uh, other than that, we see y'all next week. Yep. Peace.
Peace.